we started? This is Justin. Chris. And Harlan from the Invictus Streaming. And, and Michael. And you're listening to Seven Land Hand. It's Seven Land Hand! Brought to you by Good Games. Sounding like an animated Italian vampire series, it's Decrypto. With more red cellophane than James Cameron's left eye, it's like a Samuel L. Jackson monologue. There are words you shouldn't use, but just like a Samuel L. Jackson monologue, there are words you should use. You decide. (laughs) We decided on Seven Land Hand. Decrypto is word-deducting party game excitement from Le Scorpion Mask. That's French-Canadian, folks. It was released in 2018 and is a game for three to eight players with 15 to 45 minutes to tick boxes, not say the wrong thing, and stick their noses into other people's secret business. Decrypto was designed by mathematical madman Thomas Dejeuner's L'Espérance and gets top marks for actually having an Easter egg inside the box lid. It had melted by the time it got to us, though. Oh, you tried still, to, it was there. Aaron tried to pick it off like it was a sticker, but it's not a sticker. <laughs> the game's elevator pitch reads as follows. Communicate safely. Join the greatest encryptor team in the world. Your mission, transmit <laughs> secret codes <laughs> to the teammates without letting your opponents intercept. Decrypto is a scramble communication game. You must give clues to your teammates that are precise enough so they can understand you, but vague enough to make your opponents... Make sure your don't opponents don't get the message. One disclaimer before I proceed. Thomas Dejeuner's L'Espérance is not actually a madman. However, to appease the throngs of non-French-speaking idiots, he once had an amazing experience with mayonnaise and mustard. <laughs> <laughs> but what does it all mean to gamers? From under slathers of Sevenland hand-branded condiments, it's Matt Whole-Grain Mikhail L'Espérance. I feel we've uh, travelled back to uh, Cold War Russia, and you should have said, the crypto is word deducting party game. <laughs> and <laughs> Aaron, American Yellow, Graham, L'Esperance. In Soviet Russia, game decrypts you. Are we all really excited about Glow coming back tomorrow? Oh, anyway, um, uh, yes. I was yeah. going to say, Aaron, good with hot dogs, American Yellow, Graham, Les Brown. There's <laughs> yeah, too much. I get that a lot. Anyway, oh, you guys, um, what, what geekiness have you experienced through red cellophane tinted glasses this month, gentlemen? Uh, I just got back from Singapore, but I guess I'll talk about that on Sunday. That's two days away. We're doing another podcast two, two days. Back to back to back. back yeah. um, anything else? Anything Anything geeky from Singapore? Uh, oh, stickers um, on his phone. He's got he's got, got funny <laughs> Asian stickers on his phone. So we played a game called Bishy Bishy Bashy Super. Bishy Bashy Super, which yeah. is a Mario Party style arcade machine with BBS, like yeah. big mashable like like you can hit them with your fist style. Oh, it's buttons. a physical like, arcade, arcade game. Physical arcade game. Yeah. yeah. Big bashable buttons, and you play three-player, and and it throws up all these party games and stuff for you. And it's like uh, the the there's one to five stars of difficulty, and mm. some a one star one would be like hit one two three one two three one two three as fast as you can. And first, and the first one to do it fifty times wins. Sure. And the level five ones are like this is a puzzle, and you got to use so the f- so. It- so you end up with red fists and end up with something sticky, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. So, um, so we're all really tired at the end. We're all really exhausted after playing that for half an hour. Yeah. Uh, we won a bunch of tickets. We started spewing out tickets, and we someone won. I don't know. I think Fraser beat me by like a couple points because I was better at the rhythm ones, but he was better at like mixing and matching the puzzles. Mm. Got a bunch of tickets. 
handfuls of tickets, yeah. bring them up to the front desk. Yeah. They it. go, Whole what rolls. would you like? I'm like, wow, what can I get for 100 and, 115 tickets? And they go, you can get this page of stickers. Or, <laughs> and? No, and? No, that was it. The no. end. The end. No. Uh, to get anything good, as we all know at arcades, it costs the, like 90,000 tickets. In the ream of tickets, there's more ma- material there <laughs> yeah, than there is in the actual stickers. They should have taken the, 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 uh, the tickets yeah. home. Um, no. But yeah, Singapore Arcade's pretty pretty great. We tried to I just like, tried I'd, every claw machine. Didn't win a thing. Mm, yeah, well that's that's what happens with that's claw machines. Happens with claw machine. I just like to underscore that with uh Ting, knob jokes and such like pre episode fifty seven line hand. Yeah, I, I just, I just went back sm- to that. If you're into smut, yeah. Sorry, I just flash back to that with the red fist and the we, sticky joke. We also found because uh, I won't talk about this on the on the on the magic one, because yeah. it's not magic related, but we found mm. Blind box vending machines. There's got so, someone, a blind person in there? Yeah, so blind... Ah. And uh, all ladies. Le- blind ladies in there? Blind box. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Episode <laughs> 50 and yeah. underneath. Um, no, so, so a blind box thing is, is um, something that happens a lot with like loot boxes. You get them sent to your house every sure, month. Sure, you don't know what's in there. No idea yeah. what's, what you're going to get in there, but it's going to be a collectible thing in your... Yeah. Realm, yeah. realm of whatever. So oh, everything get, seems to have one these days. Yeah, you yeah. can get nerd blind boxes. You can get comic blind boxes. You can get whatever blind, a video yeah. game blind boxes. And you um, might get exposed to something new which you didn't know about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because you're like, oh, well, yeah. what is this? But nine times out of ten, you get some shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we, we found one of these and we're like, we're all gamblers. We're all magic players, gamers, and, and this <laughs> right. kind of thing. We found yeah. one of these and we're like, oh my god. <laughs> like, so five dollars could get you anything from uh, a notepad and pencil. Uh-huh. Oh. All the way up to uh, uh, a 50-inch TV. So we're like, oh, my God, we're going to play this. We win something big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so put $5 in, I get a makeup, I get a makeup mirror. Oh, yeah. And I was, and I was, I was like, going to say, you're looking good tonight. Thank, thank you, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, my makeup you're looking mirror. like you're glowing. Uh, the second, third, and fourth ones that I bought, <laughs> it's like, it's just, it, you yeah. just keep going because you're like, what could even be in these? Got a little key ring with Captain America on it. Right. I got a... Uh, it's like Christmas crackers, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's the sort of shit you get in Christmas crackers you put straight in a bin. Yeah. You read a joke, you can make one up. And we do that at, mm. at my family. We just go, that was a shit joke you just read. Here's Let's make up one that's better than that. Mm. Just, yeah. So can you walk out of there with that 50-inch television? Well, the end of the story is, between us, oh, we can bought... I just say, can you walk out of there with a 50-inch? Mm. Is how you should have said that, Matt. Just, yeah, it's, pain, it's, hand, pain, it's painful one and to honestly 50. not worth the surgery. <laughs> yeah. um, the... Uh, the end of the story is we bought about, oh, I would say, 20 to 25 boxes between us from three different <laughs> machines ranging wow. from 5 to $20 who's a big, pop. Who's the big winner? Uh, Fraser. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we knew that the ones with stuff in them, you can't fit a 50-inch TV inside the blind boxes, right. apparently. Yeah. So we knew if it dropped and it made no noise... There would just be a slip of paper in there saying, "Pick your prize oh, up." Pick your big prize up. So yeah. every, every time someone bought one, it would drop Bonk. with a thud, and we go, "Oh, we missed!" Yeah, right? So you want that to be thing. no noise. Yes. Fraser bought the last one from the number twenty-three, which is our lucky, lucky one. Lucky uh, one, even though you run nothing. From yeah, it, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. The final machine falls, no noise. And we go, "Oh my god, this is it! Oh. We've won a TV!" And then we started talking. Even before we took it out, we're like, "How do we get this TV?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. He opens it and he's like, "Oh my god, a drone! Like a remote-controlled drone!" Oh wow. Oh. We go to the place next door. Oh, the the drone's about the size of his thumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it just couldn't fit inside the blind box. And we flew it around, and there's a video on my phone of him flying it into the bin. <laughs> it just goes, wee! And then it just goes, into the bin. Uh, yeah, did so. he take it out of the bin, or did it stay there? No, it stayed in the bin, because we couldn't fit it in our luggage on the way home. But I thought you said it was the size of his thumb. Did he bring his thumbs home? Um, the ball, <laughs> the rotors on the top were really fragile and, and crappy. So okay. every time it bumped into something, all the rotors would fall off. And, but if you stick it in any case, it would just not work <clears throat> bringing back. It was useless. Oh, well, there you go. I almost let it out of our 11th floor hotel window, <laughs> oh, but they really good. talked me out of it because in, in Singapore, they're pretty oh, harsh yes. on the canings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you've been caned a few times, haven't you? Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, well, save us from this uh, Singapore exploration. <laughs> well, expedition. Yeah. Let's go from uh, uh, adventure in Singapore to... Uh, Adventuring four your skinks. house. Oh, right, yes. Blood Bowl. Oh, the round won. three. Oh, yeah. Round three. Is round three being played? Round three's been played. And how four many? skinks are undefeated. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is right? unbelievable. You know, the bit of background, Aaron. Um, this is season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In season one, Matt played every single game. Mm-hmm. We never heard a word mm, that's about interesting. this. Oh. Why was that? Yeah. Well, I won one. He was... <laughs> <laughs> out, of, out of ten. Oh. Talking about undefeated, yeah. his opponents were <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> and then this season, you've uh, backstabbed your original team and gone with... You backstabbed uh, your elves. Yeah, you? and, and I've turned into lizard men. Who uh, yeah. Turns out they are the hard men of Blood Bowl. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. And I've won three from three so far. Woo! So, Scaled yeah. new heights. That's it. Mm. And uh, it's inspired me to uh, give away <laughs> my, uh, my uh, number one player. My what? Croxagore called Monster. Why would you do Why that? Why would you do that? I'm painting him up because I'm inspired to paint him up. I'm letting someone choose the colour scheme and, and then I'm just oh, giving him away. I thought you said giving him away. Oh, oh at the end. I'm at the end of the season. Oh, right. Oh, the end of the season. At the end of the season, I'm I thought you meant in round four. I was like, yeah. what are you no, doing? No, no, no. Yeah. I've got to keep him because he's a... He's the guy. He's a, he's a hard man. He's your Cristiano man. Ronaldo. Yeah, your Lionel Messi. Your Tom Brady. I have to say, I'm really... It's a matter of the team, you know, having the right team, and uh, it's a team game. Literally, there's, there's no yeah. stars. I've got a good coaching team. I've got a good uh, offensive and, and defensive cheerleaders. Cheerleader, mm-hmm. yeah, he bangs one. his drum. Oh, one, oh one. So we got one male cheerleader yeah. on a yep. drum, and uh, yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's nice. That's I've got that. I've gone I've gone That's deep on nice. the fortnight. This is largely because I have a 13 year old boy living in my house, mm-hmm. and I could feel a disconnect. Where did he come from? Uh, <laughs> you don't want to. I can't remember. Maybe Something happened 13 years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've started. Look, I really made a commitment. I played it, and I didn't enjoy it because it's the same as any other thing, like Titanfall. I've mentioned a few mm. times. When you start playing these multiplayer things, you just get your ass handed to you, and it's a miserable experience. Mm. But yeah. knowing that that's the routine, I've stuck stuck at it. Mm-hmm. Starting to see a little bit of joy. We, we were playing it before the thing. Yeah, it was fun. And we we, we killed hoot. somebody. Yeah, One person. <laughs> One person. Yeah, yeah, it never gets much higher than that. But my God, some of the, you, you keep watching those to the end. You know, like, so you, you get killed. You get killed. Mm. <laughs> and then you keep playing and you watch some of the other dudes that are doing it. And they're just building shit left, right and center in seconds. Mm. And it takes me like five minutes to get two walls and a <laughs> ramp together. <you> know? <laughs> it's just it's devastating. 
But it, I don't know. I'm starting to see the fun in it a little bit. The, is, it, is it the kind of thing you can hotkey for that sort of thing? Oh, not on the Xbox. Not on the controller. Or the yeah. iPad. And it, it does, it does cross-player, like a cross-platform, yeah. which we were talking about before. We so I could be platforms. playing on my Switch, Mac could be playing on his iPad. You could be playing on your two X- Xbox Ones. Yeah, as of yeah. tomorrow. As we're of tomorrow. Xbox <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so my son can play down the shed, where we are now. I say, I'm eating the pod. Um, but <laughs> how incredible is this model where you download the game for free and the game completely exists on people just paying for yeah. extra content? Which is very cool, right? Amazing. It, it says it's in beta at the moment, but mm. uh, and you can buy it, I think. But I think you get a a single player version, which is oh, you know sure. some sort of you your versus the hordes, sure. which might level up that fun building well. stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the the single player or squads or whatever online stuff, it's just it's really yeah. Easy. I think they didn't expect for the game to be as big as it was, and it's uh, still in beta, and it's still in beta, which and they're is making incredible. a crap ton of money, Cra- I crazy imagine. amount of money. Yeah. So look out for uh, Team Seven Lane Hand. Yes, uh, coming yeah. to a fortnight near it up. you. Woo! Ripping it up, ripping ourselves into pieces because yeah. we're yeah. terrible. But yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, oh, I, I expect to be the first one dead every single match. Mm. I'm, I missed this at the last pod as well. Have you? I've started reading White Dwarf because mm. I thought, why not? Let's find out about this after, stuff. Oh my uh, goodness! And, only caught um, up after thirty years. Age of Sigma. I've got uh, well. Games Workshop, plucky upstarts, as we mm. like to refer to them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, yes. They've got they've got a new uh, Age of Sigma release coming up, and not Soul that we're, Wars, Soul Wars, yeah. And Aaron and I have decided to um, split one of those packs where you're going to get the, the Goldie Boy heads, Gold, Goldie, Goldie spiky, Boys, yep. with the spiky gold, yep, spiky head. gold men, and I'm getting the the ghosty the ghosty yeah. ripped up guys. We're mm. going to split the pack, and we're going to do that. Yeah, and maybe paint them up. If and we can ever get one back in stock again, because it's crazy popular. Yeah, yeah, but they look so cool. They I've got the white dwarf here. Cool. I'm showing the guys. Look at those. Yeah, yeah. those guys. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I they started look proper ghostly. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, and they've got all of the all of the threads and stuff that they're just draping off of mm. them is what connects them with the base and the main figures up at the mm. top. It's very cool. Sounds fragile. Mm. I st- it does. I started talking to Kai about this the other day, and he started talking back to me. All I can remember is the word Nagash. <laughs> and there's a lot of, of law. Course. Supreme law to the undead. Oh, I've, yeah. I've been reading about such and such law. And I think, I think he was talking about Elder Scrolls. He's been reading the Elder Scrolls law, sure. L-O-R-E law, and then um, the, the Age of Sigmar law. Because he, he says he didn't know a lot about it. But my God, he knows a lot about it. <laughs> yeah, he really just absorbs information. He loves like that sponge, kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. That's why we only give him 60 seconds when he's, when he's with us. <laughs> But 40. Yeah, 40. Yeah. A hot 40. 20, 20 oh, sorry, 40 seconds. Yeah, 20 40 second seconds. penalty, of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm quite looking forward to that. What do you reckon, Aaron? It's yeah, I'm, right. like, I'm, I'm really down for it because um, from everyone that played fantasy Warhammer back in the day, which has now yeah. become Age of Sigma, and people are really not excited about all of Age of Sigma, now they've got this kind of reboot coming, it makes me want to play... Do you think we'll play? For the first time. Or do you think we'll I would like to it? play <laughs> a couple of games... But really, my main thing, I don't think I would play Warhammer. Regularly, no. Regularly. Maybe once, my, once a year. In my head, I imagine me painting them and going, ooh, they look nice. Yeah. And then... And then just having them, yeah. And then just thinking about something else. Mm. <laughs> which, is, which is what I've kind of started doing with my Tau. Um, I, I, I bought a start collecting kit, and there's ten little fire warriors, which are little just ground, yeah. ground dudes. And I've painted them up, like, white and, and primed them and... 
and stuff. I haven't done all the detailing and all the ex- so other colors them. yet. You've primed them white is I what pr- you're well, And then you have to do another <laughs> white layer to get the white white because really? like, the, the Corax white is off-white. Yeah, it's slightly gray. Oh, yeah, white. slightly gray. Is it? Mm. Wow, you learn things, don't you? Listen to so that that's what I learned. Good for shading. Yeah. Great, yeah. So I really wanted them to be like really vivid ceramic yeah. white, but that's quite hard to do when you don't know what the hell you're doing. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for an off-white. Yeah. And once I do all the detailing and stuff on those, I'm not going to play with them ever. I'm just going to have them sitting on my little desk. That is cool, though, because, I mean, if, if these... Uh, I'd just like to point out that they have ripped off Lovecraft again, but then mm. who hasn't? They're the Night Haunts, I think they're called. Not Ga- the night- Gaunts. No, Night Gaunt is Lovecraft. Is Lovecraft. Oh, okay, sure. Night Haunts is an original Games Workshop idea. Mm. I'm totally unrelated. Yeah. I think if I can... Much like up, the Xenomorphs or whatever uh, yeah, they're, they're called. Not, yeah, not, the Gene not, Stealers. The Gene Stealers. Yeah, yeah nothing, Steelers. To, nothing to do with Alien. <laughs> um, yeah, but they look really nice just on the shelf because they're mm. fantastic looking models. So, yeah, why not? I think maybe we could just have like a, an annual game, you know, where yeah. the Ghosty Boys play the, the Spiky Goldheads. Yep. Yeah, and that's what we call it. Yeah, <laughs> just, to, just to annoy everyone. Ghosty, ghosty boys, yeah. goldhead. I'm boy, really finding man. the uh, getting into the to getting into these systems. I I've just started. I'm playing Blood Bowl, of course. I play a little bit of Bolt Action. I'm also getting into the Walking Dead All Out War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think this is the way in for all these new players, new mm. gamers out there who want to try our systems. You get into these starter packs with these small forces easy to paint up relatively quick to get on the table don't say easy to paint up you know what it's going to be a problem difficult to paint up <laughs> easy easy to prime and then yeah. play with easy them. to prime and yeah. look at for ages on your table but yeah. then you can uh, get that sort of experience and then f- work on finding that system that you really gel with you know mm. yeah I, i'm not i'm not all that big on the age of sigma stuff or the warhammer 40,000 but the the so those smaller com, uh, skirmish games like yeah, like Bold Walking Dead. Those yeah. really appeal to me. So. But look, but Age of Sigma, the the previous manual, I don't know what the new ones come out. Was something they said it was something like ten to fourteen pages or something. Like, there was nothing to it. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely That's nothing. The core to it. All the basic rule yeah. sets are available online these days, yeah. so you don't even have to. You, so they're not complicated games, apparently. No. The the complexity comes from your army specifically. Sure. So you have um, the core codex, codex and then, and you then your codex, codex has... Yes. But, like, if you just know what all your units that you painted do. on the table do, then when you're coming to a new game, the only thing you have to learn is what your opponent's stuff does. That's like having a, a magic deck that you know how to pilot, but not knowing what everyone else is yep. playing versus... Mm-hmm having your deck and then knowing how to respond to every other person's yeah. deck. Which is where you want to be when you go to a tournament. You yeah. go, people are going to be playing this, 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 and this, and this. And the, the spoilers, GP Singapore thing from that last round, I was telling you about that story before. Yeah. This guy was <laughs> played the... Uh, are we saving that for Sunday? Uh, sorry, the next pod? <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Um, he played something so left of field. I was like, I don't know how to react to this. I've got to change... Everything that I was thinking based on, yeah. Yeah. On, on what he did on turn one. And I was like, oh my God, shouldn't have kept this hand. How was I supposed to know that he was playing this nonsense? <laughs> Homebrew. Yeah. Um, so that was really, really scary. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it, that's, that's it. I think the complexity comes in 
the interactions between the weird units in, in Sigma. Mm. I'd like to shout out to, I watched Darren Brown Miracle. This is my Netflix update. Oh, I really want to say that. That yeah. was good fun. Mm-hmm. It was very good fun. As, as is any Darren Brown special, you should watch it. He's them just all. a showman. He's so good. Glow, Glow is back on Saturday, the 29th of June. If you haven't seen Glow season ah, one, yeah. get onto it because season two is great. Mm. It sounds like something, it might sound like something you don't want to watch, like women's wrestling. Sounds like that sounds stupid. <laughs> it's just a well written uh, It's a fantastic show. series. Well-rounded characters. Got me to a point. I've never liked wrestling. Never been into it. Got me to a point where I understood. I felt like I understand what's going yeah. on. I was really interested to hear mm. about uh, behind-the-scenes wrestling characters. The, and The, the, the place the, um, where I always end people doing it. with wrestling is the, the people in the crowd. Yes, that's the problem, are the who are, So, so <laughs> yeah. I think we would like to think of ourselves in the wrestling story as the wrestlers. You know what you're doing. Yeah. You're a stuntman. Sure. You're a showman. You yeah. have a story. Have an arc. Sell the drama. But the people that you're selling it to are these people with the crowd who are like, yeah, how dare yeah. you say that to him? They yeah. can I can't believe you said smash that. Smash that chair over his head. <laughs> and, and you're like, do you, do you know what's going on here? They or do don't. You, and they don't. No. Their buy-in is just so complete. It's, it's yeah. incredible. But it must be fun. <laughs> and that turns me off it, But honestly. No, but it must be fun to be that person and just let yourself go. Totally. And yeah. just be in it. And maybe, maybe you walk someone. away and you're just like going, ah, it's all just a laugh. You know? Yeah. I don't know if there's that much I bet insight. there's some people who walk away really? and they're like, oh, I can't believe he hit that dude with that chair and then he fell off the top of the, <laughs> the cage onto the announcer's desk. And I did watch that the other day, though. Did you? Which was just an incredible feat of showmanship, and the two men who were involved had a had a cage fight, and yeah. it was scripted that they would climb on top of the cage. Have you have you I'm seen right this? Up there. No, the, no. Oh, it's um, the Undertaker throwing some guy, <laughs> and it's become a meme now because it's so insane. They're improvising. It's an really? in, it's an improvising show. So they're on the top of this cage, which was scripted. And then they're having their fight up there, and then the cage starts giving out because it's not made very well. And this is big. Like, it's being broadcast to ten- tens of thousands of people, maybe millions of people. And then this bit was planned, but it kind of messed up. He throws him off the top of the cage <laughs> through the announcer's desk, right. and it just crumples into pieces around him. And they're like, oh, my God, he's dead. Like, and then he starts moving around. And he gets back up. And they get back in the cage. And he pulls him back on top of the cage again. And he throws him on the cage. And the cage is supposed to support him. And he bounces back and does whatever. He falls through the cage <laughs> onto the thing. And this is like the 90s. So they, they weren't like really spring-loaded kind of like right, things. Right. And it just looks like he breaks his back. Did, did he break his and back? And he didn't. No, and he's still going. <laughs> but then it's still pans, going. It pans around and everyone's going, ah, because they think it's all scripted, but it's not. Like, they're just improvising and rolling with it. And then it pans to his face, and one of his two teeth oh. has fallen out of his mouth and fallen up his like up his nose. It doesn't fall. It gets Sorry, forced. yeah, so he falls oh. onto his back, and one oh, of his teeth flies up forced. into his nose. Yeah. And then their, their finale was going to be he pours thumbtacks all over the ground and then body slams him oh, into yeah. it. And then he body slams the same dude into these thumbtacks. Oh, it's unbelievable. And where is that guy today? Uh, wow. He was commentating on the 20th anniversary video of it, talking about it inside. I didn't think... 
I, I just kept going. I said, just keep rolling. And the, the guy's like, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, just keep, keep going, man. But apparently it was really concussed. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Seven Land Hand Decrypto podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched that last night. Yeah. It was incredible. I've, I've, really, my really last, incredible. My last point is... Sorry, Glow. You should watch Glow. Oh, no, Glow is great. My last point is a point of humor. It's winning World Cup, uh, and I've been watching a lot of it. Yep. And it's something that strikes me as hilarious, because I do find the Australian football team hilarious. Yep. <laughs> Um, but what's better than that is that on Optus, they've run the same five ads in between every breaks Ugh. over and over and over again. Nice. I'm sick of it. Yeah. But the Royal Flying Doctor Service one is brilliant. It does have a really good little fiddle version of um, Chandelier, which is really catchy oh, yeah. and sounds mm-hmm. good. But some of the text that's within it, they say, you know, they're going, because like, it's Royal Flying Doctor, they go, look, there's nothing that Australians can't do when we <laughs> come together. There's nothing we can't do. What, like, have a football team <laughs> yeah. and not go out in the first round and or score... bottom of your group. Finish bottom of the group or only score, score from, from two play. penalties yep. yeah, or anything like that. And it's just hilarious to me that this yeah. happens every single break. I was and at the petrol station today and they ironic, were like, like they support purpose. your socceroos by buying a little soccer ball thing when you fill up. And I was like, guess no one bought any of those soccer balls then. No. <laughs> we didn't support them hard enough. No, that was it was mm. our fault. Anyway, they did very poorly. I'm, I'm English, though, so go England. Shout out to uh, Alison Bree as well. Uh, oh, I was going to say, hey, shout Alison. out to uh, uh, Luke McKenna. I think he's, this is back on the wrestling yep. thing. I believe the Australian Craven. Yep. Yeah. Craven, yeah. Got it right. And, and Alison Bree, who was um, the two wrestlers that we know. And, we're, and hit, Kyle. Hit. Avison Avison Bree. Avison Bree. Right behind us on the wall. Um, also, Kyle the wrestler who comes in and tells me about his um, what's going on in his plot line. And then he buys a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh stuff from me. So, Kyle the wrestler. Yeah. Shout out to you. All right. Well, let's go. Let's, let's start talking about Decrypto because that's what the folks are here for. Advert. Oh, was I supposed to say that? Advert. Win Decrypto by commenting on the Facebook post for this show, episode... 123 at facebook.com slash sevenlandhand. We'll announce last month's winner of Shadespire later in Neats and Twos. Neats and Twos. This month, to draw a winner, Good Games HQ simply inserted a card... Inserted! ...into a custom-made encoder. <laughs> a name appeared, and that name will be revealed as the winner That's very later in the show. That's very straightforward. Yeah. You just have to create a, an encoder. Well, they've got, I don't even know how you just got it out of the box. Yeah, the crypto box. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, Where did they it. get the person's name printed with red? That's the mystical uh, way that these names the magic. Good up. Games HQ. Yeah. Every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special deal on the game we review. Mm. This month, it will be Decrypto. Decrypto. While stocks last, seven-line hand listeners can get 10% off Decrypto, Decrypto at every Good Games store that has upgraded from five and a quarter inch disk drives mm. to the internet. The what? So how many of them is that? Flop. I think that's all of them. Oh, wow. I think how many? Wrong. Okay, if you had to put money on how many good game stores still had a floppy disk drive in one of the computers in their store, yeah, it's above zero. Isn't it's it? above zero. It's definitely above it's zero. Above zero. <laughs> <laughs> Simply don your favorite tan trench coat, dark glasses, and lowered fedora. Enter your nearest good game store and state this month's password. Passphrase. Passphrase. In Soviet Russia, game decrypts you. Don't forget, for all of July, Soviet Russia, game decrypts you. That's why stocks last. On with the show. Woo. 
Decrypto. Decrypto. Yes, Decrypto. Very much disappointed there were no vampires <laughs> in this. You could put the word crypt into a board game. I'm expecting monsters and owls and... Uh, and a VHS. Mm, and Twilight. Mm. Oh, yeah. From VHS. some really weirdly made-up dude yelling at you. Fast forward <laughs> 30 seconds if you got that question wrong. <laughs> Answer me! Answer me! That yeah. That's a good one. But no, none of that. Although <laughs> equally... Well, I'll say I'll hand it over to you, Matt. It's mm. equally well themed, isn't it? Well, exactly. What are we doing? What does yeah. what's the kind of we usually ask what's the narrative of this, but we've decided that we're gonna use the word theme today. Yeah, that's right. It's fairly low on narrative, but steeped in theme where the where the world's greatest or at least some of us are the world's greatest uh, <laughs> Bletchley Park encrypted yeah. team. Yeah. So the object uh, I was gonna say the object, but uh, maybe we're in uh, Cold War Russia, maybe we're in a submarine somewhere below the Arctic Circle. Who gives a shit? Mm. We are trying to make a code between our, t- our teammate that the other team can't crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Well, so oh. we're intercepting codes and we're receiving yeah. codes. Well, there's two, it goes two ways. Straight. We're receiving them and giving them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not and trying it. to give anything away. No, you're going to be sneaky. But the theme's, the theme's pretty rich because, you know, the, the box is, is a bit Fallout-ish, yeah. isn't yep. it? You know, it's got the, yeah, yeah, the old-school computer with the, you know, chunky disk yeah, drives. And you, you know, the, the computer that's the size of a room, like a Big Bertha or <laughs> oh, whatever they Eniac. called them. Yeah, yeah. Eniac. I think mm. we fairly we all agreed that this is uh, pretty nostalgic in, in a sense. Yeah. It was very much uh, an 80s sort of vibe. Oh, no, no, before that, I'd say. Early it's 70s, like, 80s, yeah, it's 70s. Even earlier than that? Just yeah, like, so the box has, like, switches on it. Yeah, yeah. World's, world's first computer, like, Pong kind of, like, <laughs> yeah. Pong being an insane thing that people could play with a computer the size of a room. Basic pixel-type numbers mm. on the on the stuff. Yeah. And you've got that old-school kind of um, vibe of, of of the uh, of the decryption method of how the yes. game works. I suppose that gets us into um, what does it look like when we're, when it's set up on the table, Aaron. Yeah, so it, it's, it again really hams up this theme of kind of kitsch seventies eighties um, style stuff uh, on its various cards. So you have cards that have uh, words that are to be cracked. Mm. Um, so we've have we have some set up here. They're like pit. Poem, river, slaughterhouse. You can only read them properly once you put them inside the two little racks, which have some red cellophane yes. in them, so you can read the the blue um, words. Right. Immediately when we did our unboxing, we were talking about the red cellophane yeah. and how that was a throwback to, to you used to get in Transformers and yeah. uh, in certain um, cereal boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get these decoder things where you can only read the information if you... I mean, you could read it if you could actually read, but mm. if you... Yeah, well, we did that, didn't we? We, we, we pulled out the cards and started yeah. being smart asses and go, oh, I can read yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Do that. And yeah. But then that takes really the fun away. Yeah. 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 So the fun is actually sticking it And it doesn't the play any in. part in the game. No. You'd be able to see we, that One of the actual very first board game experiences that I had was this game called Mysteries of Old Peking where you play a Chinese Chinese detective going around old Peking trying to find out who did the the mystery in the, the in peaking? the little book. Yeah, yeah, yeah who yeah. who was Peking? Um, and it actually played a little like Betrayal at House on the Hill, and there were like fifty different scenarios, mm. and each one of the scenarios you'd get specific people on each zone, and mm. then you would be able to solve the mystery Cluedo style by by logicking right. it out. 
it, not a very good game because it's still a roll and move. <laughs> um, but the the different things like the spy card would look at a card different ways. It had spy and then it would blank out certain numbers. And then you had the red um, cellophane blanking out different things. And uh, th- like that game wasn't particularly ro- robust. But I remember thinking at the time, wow, there's some really cool elements of this that you could use in a code cracking game or a detective game uh, yeah. where you're all looking at the same stuff, but you get some magnifying glass that can yeah. can see something that other people can't and this has got elements of spy thriller written yeah throughout it. Mm. in in this it's very much just like uh that it didn't need it you could have just no. done code names and just gone shuffle the cards and deal one to each team uh and then stick but that's em. to get you into the the vibe of the, the vibe game, yeah yeah so you've got like it's, it's almost like you've got four computer screens each mm-hmm. with yep. a word on them mm-hmm. and those words are from a huge deck of cards which would take you an eternity to get into and the replay value is that they would be in um yeah. different orders yeah. different positions because those four computer screens have a number on them and they're double sided double sided and flippable so there's there's four on each card, four words on every card, and, and then a, a couple hundred, cards. couple hundred cards in there. And then you've got a couple of chits which um, uh, give you uh, an award for mm-hmm. either solving the other, in- intercepting the other person's yeah. interception tokens. There's uh, white and black ones. The yeah. white ones are what you earn if you are successful in sending a un uh, uncaught encryption. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the black ones are if you are if you fail. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you're the, you are decrypted. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, mis miscommunication tokens yeah. within your own team. That's so it. you're you're trying to make sure that your team gets the code. So you want your um your clues to be at least clear enough to your partner. At least clear enough to to your partner or your, your team that they can get them, but not so much so that your opponents can put it together and, and crack. So like yeah. clear like mud. But with that thin layer of water that gives just that. Yeah. So this gets us into thin mud. (laughs) Yeah. This gets us into how to play, doesn't Mm. it? Because what you've got, you've got four words which you're in in four different positions. Yep. And you're trying to get your partner to say the right sequence of numbers. Numbers. And that's the other bit of the the components which we didn't mention. There's Mm. a deck of cards which will give you uh, one, three, two, or one, four, two. It's a a sequence. Three three sequence of numbers. And and that is the code that 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 your team is trying to guess and also that your opponents are uh, are trying to guess. Yeah. Um, They're not trying to figure out the words which, let's say for this example, are pit, wedding, river, slaughterhouse. They don't win the game if they go pit, wedding, river, slaughterhouse. They win the game if they correctly guess your code mm. which could be three clues that relate to pit wedding river yeah. uh, and and they guess the code and the, the order in which they sequence, go in yeah, yeah. there's uh, the game's played out over eight rounds so you have literally really you've got realistically you've got seven opportunities to crack the code because the first round you actually there's no there's, an, uh, there's yeah, no, no prior to evidence yeah, yeah. so because you got nothing to build on yeah so that's when the first that's that's where I guess you get the chance to set up as the encrypting team. Uh, you get to set up, I guess, all the clues that are, f- are going to follow, or mm-hmm. you know, maybe your, your most obvious clues go in there. Uh, no, we were, saying the, we were saying the other way: go yeah, obscure, obscure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Um because yeah, like it's like for example, in position one, in the example we've got in front of us is pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, what you could think of armpit or fire pit. So if 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 the first two rounds I say arm, and then Aaron will go, oh yeah, pit. So He's, he's thinking position one is number one. Then next round, uh, it's like the it might be three one two is the sequence I'm giving. In sequence 
two. Uh, I'm getting confused with numbers now. <laughs> so you're saying I, I say fire would be two. You you might you might be starting thinking, oh okay, I can see a, I see a correlation between those two. Is arm mm. and fire is at the word pit. If the opponents get onto that, then they can then guess what is in position one. And any time a word comes up or mentioned that would you know relate to pit, yeah. they'll know what it is and they can intercept your code quite easily. At the bottom of the recording sheet for each team, yeah. there's, there's four, four columns where you can add all those words in. And that really is the key to being able to see the, see relationship. the relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got to really be vigilant, I think, in, in recording those words down. If you leave it as part of the each of the round... It doesn't. It's not as clear. No. no, no. So, so we played a game just that's before. A, that's a definitely a uh, pro tip. Make sure just do what you're supposed you, to do. do. Do what you're supposed to do. Mm. And yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a pro tip. We we played the game just before. <laughs> we started. There's also a three player version, which is, a, we haven't done before. Yeah. So yeah. there's a three player one, uh, like a like a variant where you have just one team that are passing the the clue giving back and forth, and then the third person who's just trying to figure it out. And D- David's a Big cryptic crossword <laughs> fan and uh, stomped us, and also we weren't very good at guessing each other's clues. Um, but for well, real, we weren't that bad. We weren't that no, no, bad, not at all. But no. David had figured out. Uh, yeah, I, like I think pit, one, pit and river very, yeah. very, very quickly. So we had to be very careful with with what we did with those. And so for the third one on river, I said poker, trying to get Matt to to get uh, three from that one is like the the, but I the went river. Another direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that was and I already had. And uh, I already knew that it was river. But then, because <laughs> so because you announced what the code was at the end of the round after all the guesses have been made, David suddenly puts river in uh, Swan, which is the the river in Western Australia. There's uh, Swan River, River Bend, River in Poker, and suddenly David's like, anything river related in the future, I'm going to get that. Mm. If I say Phoenix in the future, he's going to be like, bam. But, but it's it's amazing how quickly you get cornered, though. That's what this yeah. game's really amazingly points out, isn't it? Because mm. you think you're being really tangential with with pointing your partner towards a particular word but in isolation and that's what matt was talking about about putting it under position one position two position three position four when you mm. look at those what evidence you have got yeah. you quite quickly corner yourself and it be, and, you, and you're sitting there with your partner going oh, this looks really friggin' obvious <laughs> yeah. now doesn't it and, it, and you're trying to think of something super tangential and that's what i was getting back to matt i reckon mm. going super left field early on and then even Closer to home, um, sorry, super left field early on, mm, and then closer mm. to home later on, isn't such a bad idea because I think people invest a lot in first impressions. So if you get them way out there, but your partner knows that the the answer is in this case pit, yeah, and then you go straight to the arm and the pit, uh, fire pit, but it's something lack of an yeah. example here. They might not twig so easily, you know. Mm. But, but fire and pit, your first things, fire. Shit. I think we were. <laughs> I think we were kind of unlucky too in the way that the, the codes that were drawn uh, kept the being the same sequence. Three rounds were four, three, two, four, three, two uh, in the last two rounds. Pretty at least. much, yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of repeat there, which I mean, you've then now that's come up with a tricky because I'm thinking, well, have, have I got any evidence for for position two? Because you're thinking you, you're being you're being really. Um, you're not being direct with your clues, so it's very easy for someone to say, oh, I'm not, I can't see a connection with that clue for that word, mm-hmm. so I'll just drop it in a position two. Because you're thinking law of averages is that they've got a position two now. Uh, which one of these words is going to be yeah, it? Yeah, so, and it's still a blank to you. Like, there's nothing yeah, it's still got, I've got no evidence for that. So we went something like uh, 
for for Pit, I think we went like uh, Inferno, yeah. Hole, and then Olive. Olive. And then David was like, "Those aren't related." And then when he finally, and, and when you got Pit, it was done. It, like Olive, we were like, yeah. "Oh no, like we can't yeah. do any yeah, anything yeah. Pit related." I think the the strongest one there was. Uh, well, for Slaughterhouse, yep. you know, we had oh, belly, yes. bolt, apron, glue. Yeah. You know, looking at those words on In the context own, of a Slaughterhouse, you'd be like, wow, yeah, living, for sure. In that context, for sure. Mm. But but outside of that, you you struggle to see what the relationship mm. between those words yeah. are. Now, there's, there's, some, there's some confines confines to this, which uh, Aaron and I excelled in breaking <laughs> yep, by yeah. cheating a lot. <laughs> well, but that's, it would yeah. be a Seven-Land Hand review if no, we didn't talk that, about how we cheated. Right. So <laughs> you've got to... Any information, how to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, any information that you give to your partner has to be open public information yeah. and it has to relate to the meaning of the word. So you can't do anagrams, as we did. <laughs> uh, I thought we were very bastards. clever. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do anything about the size of the word or what the word begins with. Anything like that. It has to be public information. So if, if Aaron and I are playing a three-player game and, and Matt's trying to guess, we can't do something about, oh, the word begins with M because how's Matt going to work out that you know yeah so he has to be able to figure out what the word is so yeah. if you're using the word meter uh, i i have to ask you for the uh, correct spelling you can you and know? you can ask for that and what uh, if you don't know how to spell meter well <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen Aaron. that would never, would never happen. happen i don't absolutely not <laughs> I, i've so, read yeah. too many english and american mixed media i don't know how to spell anything anymore mm, apart so. from aluminium come on guys <laughs> come on is there a different spelling for aluminium between American countries? people? Literally, aluminum. cut out an I and say aluminum. Oh, they say things weird. Like no, no, but when they write it, it's spelt without the I before the U M at the end. So they say and spell it aluminum. Caramel always gets me. Caramel, 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 caramel. They don't do the second A. That's <laughs> messed but that's up. That's the pronunciation. I'm sure they spell it the same. Why would the spelling differ between the, like um, when you say? Because I think it's older English. We've really got a tangent. <laughs> I think it's older English, <laughs> and, they, trying, and they've stuck with it. I think. I think it's an older English. Oh, really? I think. What's the one where they? I don't like, know. They, if they you're put, in Chicago or Annapolis, for example, would they uh, put right use, to us use and stuff in what? In, they put the letter U. Oh, do they? In, I thought it was Z. They love Z. Z. Z's no, no, a good no, no. one. Z. What? That we say Z. No, they, no, like, they love the letter Z. Like the word color. Yeah. They you mean they love C-O-L-O-R. the letter Z? Yeah, get rid of the U. Yeah. And, and, but, but why? Like, how did that happen? Because I'm asking my question. Because I'm asking not, that question. Because it's not Kalawa. Because it's not Kalawa. Kala. 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 Why isn't it just C U double L A R color? But how do they say color? C U double L A H color. Anyway, decrypt though. Sevenland Hand Literary <laughs> Podcast talking about words. The game's about words. Yeah, it is about words. Yeah, mm. and, but that's look. I find lexicon. I, so, so, yeah, <laughs> good word. There aren't any expansions, so let's get rid of that. Because <laughs> there are some really cool features which I think we need to point out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. If you jump on the uh, Mask Scorpion website, yes. Uh, there's a learn That's to French video, Canadian folks, which has got a really nice. Uh, it's, it's a really nice eight bit video on how to play the game. Very which cool. I think oh, we yeah. found. Did we didn't really teach us how to play the first up? We looked at it. And yeah, going, that's Gee, right. Are we in the right language or whatever? But it says it's, learn it's, to play in two minutes, and we still left we the video that. baffled. Mm. Um, yeah. But it's not a complicated game either. No, it's nice. Yeah. So like it like at its core. So so I taught this to a group of people who don't play very many games. And 
at its core to us, we go, oh, it's like code names and you're trying to like solve the clue and you, and you get yeah. what yeah. you're trying to do with it. If you, what, what you want in a party game is it's immediately teachable and accessible to, to whoever. Six yeah. people sitting around a table, you go, Whip out Decrypto, bam, 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 bam. You don't want my do mum sitting thing. there going, oh, it's all too complicated, too... I can't play yeah. this, I'm going to go sit in the corner <laughs> by myself and ruin Christmas. <laughs> no, it's happened for decades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did she say, I'm going to ruin Christmas? No, oh, pretty I'm much. I'm going to ruin It's in the subtext, Christmas. Aaron. It's subtext. It's, it's clearly <laughs> there. <laughs> I, thought, I just thought it would be so funny if she said... She's like, that's it. I'm ruining Christmas. I'm ruining Christmas. I'm a grit. Strike 2017 off. We're not having any fun from now on. No Christmas. You're not going to get that with Decrypto. I think mum could get her head around this one. Yeah, and it's a team game, so you can um, just contribute to guessing the clues. You never even have to give the clues. So what mm. I found was most effective was just to... Oh, so you can, you can have just a, a clue giver and a clue yeah, guesser. Yeah, because I suppose, why not? this yeah. has this wonderful thing like Codenames where you can just mess with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't play the Codenames that they give you the rules for in the box. We play a completely different version where you just alternate teams because we found it was too easy to exploit uh, giving really specific small clues and keep just... Uh, Chaining yeah, the turns sure. over and over and over. And that's that sort of, I, mean, I guess it's like meta knowledge between partners that know each other really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. yeah. Which is so, something you're not allowed to do in this game. Yeah. 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 Um, so like, like in Codenames, there's a grid of, of 25 words. And if you really know the people that you're playing with, you can just go one, 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 one and you can win before the other team even takes yeah. a turn. Yeah. I'll just no mistakes. doing one clue at a time. So we, d- we haven't even played that since we opened the box the first time and we're like, hey, let's just change it to this. So this is the best kind of party game where you can just kind of do whatever you like with it. Win, lose, doesn't really matter. You all have a good time. Yeah. You're working out the stuff. You're working out the clues, this kind of thing. Um, it is quite easy to teach people, but the rule book is a, actually a bit of a mess for such yeah. a simple... Sure. I think you're right there, yeah. Pen, pen and paper game like... It's also just quite hard to pass because, like, the um, <laughs> the gameplay is just written out in black and white with lots of red and then just red highlights on white text. And then it just mm. kind of, you like, the white team now attempts to decipher the code. Finally, the white team's encryptor reveals their code card. If the black team is correct, they intercept the code. And then at yeah. the end of the rules, it says, now do the same thing, but flip everything. And you go, What? And yeah. all it's doing is say your teams alternate doing this thing. Yes. But but the way that I, I read it over and over and over again, going yeah, we did we did that as well because Matt thing, had right? the instruction booklet, and That's he right. was kept on. He got like we did for round one, I and then we went stuck. to the second team, and Matt was reading it out, and it was going all right. The black, the white, no, which, the who's white black, team, who's white, black, yeah. yeah, and it got a bit like that, mm. and it doesn't doesn't need to be that complicated. No, and and I think that this could have done with a a page where it's just like. Here's your vague goals. All right, let's, let's do it right here and now then, okay? Can, yep. can we do it? Um, you're given a word. Yep. You have to communicate that to your partner. Mm-hmm. The other team... A code. A code. You have to yeah, communicate to them in a code sense, giving mm-hmm. the meaning of the word mm-hmm. without letting your opponents know what that word is. Yep. If, you, if you're successful with that, that's good. Mm-hmm. If you're not, it's bad. Yep. <laughs> they if, will also they, get a guess yes. at what it is, and they'll get more information as they go on based on what you've said and the codes that you've given. And they also once, get to have a shot before you have your turn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once you've done that, it flips to the other side, and they do exactly what you just did. Yeah. yeah. 
is pretty much it, isn't it? it that is pretty much it. Yeah, so, and, yeah. and so I feel... And then maybe, maybe a few things on just the, the meaning of the code word that you give to your partner has to be uh, in, uh, related to the meaning of the word. It hasn't got to be any kind of um, private information between the two of you that mm. you've got that the other person, the other team doesn't have. Yeah. And, and that's all the stuff that you can stipulate afterwards. Yeah. So, but you want that first page to just be... Do this, do here, this, do this. Here is all the stuff. And then you go, hey, are you allowed to say phrases? And you go to the FAQ and it says, can I use phrases? And you go, yeah, cool. But you don't need to kind of involve it all. It's, it's laid out really poorly, mm. I, uh, in, in, in my opinion, because, like, the well, game is simple as uh, – what's the thing? What's the idiom for be, something being simple as Simon? pie? <laughs> simple as chips? Sure. Yeah, simple as chips. Simple as, as yeah, easy not? as chips. Easy, easy, as, pie. easy as pie. The game is easy as pie, and it goes like this, and everyone has a good time. But the rule book actually kind of put me off wanting to teach a new group of people it because yeah. it seemed difficult to convey your motive and to convey. But I think I think what, you know what you were doing so, until you're already in it. Yeah, so we'd so all you know played it. it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You, we'd, yeah. we'd all played it, and then today before the pod, we thought, oh, let's crack out a few games of three-player because we hadn't mm. got a three-player. Mm. And we were straight into it. Yep. And we had immediately good fun with it mm-hmm. because we knew how to do it and we're straight in there. And that's why I can see some of the other, you know, like uh, reviews that you see on their website, reviewing it as a very much a party game. Yeah. You can see how it, you can go back and forth, back and forth and play loads of games. It says 15 to 45 minutes, but I don't know. You can, nah. you can It's sort of, very, very quick. It's, it's quick. It's not... It's not a one night ultimate wealth quick list, you know. Mm. No, it's which still, actually it's has a timer. Um, yeah. Something that we didn't mention was that it does have a timer in there because you can get like code names does, but you can like throw it in the bin if you want. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we actually struggle a lot in code names to come up with with clues, and in this, you have a very specific window that you're trying to work in where it's yeah, not yeah. too obvious, not too yeah. uh, complicated. So you do want the perfect clue, but it's only ever three words. If you get one of them slightly off, the other two will probably be good. Um, and then you can just start again like afterwards and just do it better next time. So, yeah. it, like, it's lightning fast and just kind of really neat. The, the time is pretty much only a thing if you need it. Isn't it? I mean, I did it to myself cause I, tonight well, because yeah. I knew I was sitting there. I was going, oh, I can't think. I thought, right, stuff it. I'm putting this egg timer over that's pretty much you don't it's not in the rules that you have to use it is it i don't think uh, no, no. no again no. As, a, as a guide yeah we, we're comparing this a lot to code names because it's just a word game that uh, you, could, um, you could compare it to apples to apples or um oh, i can't remember don't talk about fruit and board games aaron will get excited <laughs> what's this apples no. to apples game you're talking about some apples any, board any game? of those games where you are literally uh somebody's giving you a clue and you've got to come up with the answer and then they've got to I'm trying to think of the one where you also then have to charade the clue, or you oh, we played taboo taboo charades where is you that what it is? Or, or like something like that. Um, the uh, fishbowl where where it's like this is actually one of our favorite party games, which is kind of a word game as well. So you play, everyone writes four words on little bits of paper, yeah, throw them in the middle. It's a team game. On your turn, your team has to just pick them up, describe them to their team with any amount of words and then you keep going each turn's timed until you'll score however many you've got in that round then you put the same words back into the middle and then you do the same thing but you can only say one word yeah. about the the, the, the thing mm-hmm. so you're trying to remember all the words that were in there but once you've <laughs> gone glue <laughs> yeah and they go what 
you, and you just have to look at them, like because you, <laughs> because you were working on a tangent that yeah, they weren't yeah, working that's on. Right. Yeah. And then in the final round, you do the same thing. So you get once everyone scored the second round, you throw them all back into the middle, and then you charades the the things. Yeah. But you develop in jokes from round ones to yeah. r- one, two, and three, and so that game's really, really good to just whip out with people. I that think illustrations was I was thinking of. Oh yeah. Uh, um, taboo taboo charades. I d- I d- it doesn't. It's not been printed in a box version. I think maybe Monica's and um, yeah. uh, say anything. Say yeah. So literally, uh, there's a whole slew of games that that, that are the, those kind of things. Very yeah. similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we went into the three player game doubting whether there was actually well i know i was doubting whether there's actually a game with three players mm-hmm. yeah i think we found that it actually was quite an entertaining i really enjoyed it definitely definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. as, really as the person who's guessing what the other team's doing that's like a logic and you, a, a logic and word yeah. puzzle oh, it's and you very do cool. find yourself having a laugh because you think oh i've got this nailed and then they come out with something like and they go, swordfish and you go what, what? <laughs> swordfish yeah. I had I had you down as trowel yeah. <laughs> swordfish how does swordfish. that fit in there yeah um, yeah well, it was it was plenty of laughs in it and yeah we were having a good time yeah it's good I I think I enjoyed it look I enjoyed it this evening a lot more than what mm. I'm glad we played tonight because. Before then, I was thinking, oh, okay, this is all right. But mm. we've got another game that we're going to do a pod on in, in uh, the middle of July. And I was thinking, this other game's way better than this. And it's got no publicity at all. Yeah. And then when we played it tonight, I was like, no, I can see that I, I got the fun of it. Yeah. And, and it's different. on, on a different. few other podcasts I've uh, I listened to where they talked about this game, they go, it doesn't sound like much, but please believe us when you say when we say it's very enjoyable. And I think yeah. Codenames is the same. You're like, it's a... Five by five grid of words, and you give clues to some of the words. Well, I think I think the thing about code names was it was the the elegance of it was yes. a simplicity yep. of it, mm-hmm. and they kept it simple. This game is probably equally simple, but they've distracted you with overly complicated instructions. Yep, yeah, I I hundred percent yeah. agree with that. So because I think ignore this... the instructions, get to learn how to play it, and throw them in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> so that two minute video online, if if that works, that is it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Okay. No, no, they no, missed no. too much stuff out. Um, yeah, I think it was, it was a little bit hard to follow. Um, it's probably because the little eight bit characters just hard to read. Yeah, hard to read. Mm. Yeah, they, they weren't lip syncing very well. Um, just about the, the the publisher for a minute, mm-hmm. uh, Mars Scorpion Games. Um, they have only uh, half a dozen games out at the moment, and so this is this is one a big of breakthrough. Their, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little indie. They have another game called Wendigo. Which or Legend of the Wendigo, which mm-hmm. is a uh, deduction game of sorts where you're a scout troop and all the uh, all the coasters are put out in front of you and they're little scouts. And only thing is, is one of them has become a Wendigo and the Wendigo swaps around. So you, oh, it's, cool, a, it's sure. a party game. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to deduce where the Wendigo is before you're all sort of before all the scouts are uh, 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 consumed yeah, or, consume, or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't. I, that's one of their other games. They, they seem to be this very light, sort of light yeah. game genre, mm-hmm. I guess. Is that even a genre? But what I really liked is that uh, Red Mask, uh, Mask Scorpion Games has a manifesto. Now, how many games uh, publishers say they have a manifesto? Well, I, I was actually... Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is actually very strange because I just read my first game publisher manifesto just before, which is Plan B Games. Yeah. Which are, who are the people who are putting out Azul and I think they're putting out Century Spice Road. Mm. Um, and they're going to be putting out Reef very soon. 
And their manifesto is, we want elegant, beautiful, simple to learn, hard to master games you can play forever kind of games. Yeah. And that's their like their manifesto. But then also at the bottom of their manifesto, it says, and we want all of our games to only have four letters in the title to demonstrate <laughs> our manifesto in elegant, simple form. I love that. I love how they so, have a manifesto. Only people like the Unabomber have manifestos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, what's Scorp- what's the Mark Scorpion, Scorpion games? They're very much... They're- they're uh, very. They are very much into trying to save the. Without trying to save the world, they believe that they can lend a hand to saving the planet. And so, one of the initiatives that they have is they've partnered with a group called Tree Canada, where they replace trees that we use to make the Mars Scorpion games. Oh yeah, of course, oh, great. They, they, a little bit of Fantastic. reforestation there. Oh, they're not trying to save the world by like bringing everyone closer together by playing games. They're trying to no, actually they're, they're save the actually... physical world. Oh, okay. Yes. So they're they're reducing their carbon footprint or whatever mm. which is i think is a really nice uh, a really nice touch for such a for a small publisher mm. well, but we already know that so everybody, everybody loves canadians yeah yeah so wonderful people yeah. uh, at the beginning of the you know the beginning of the show was the invictus stream of course uh, yeah. our favorite role-playing canadians but mm. uh yeah so i think our impression is it was a great game it's good. I, I wasn't I wasn't totally convinced at, to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, but it's one of those little sleepers, I guess, that, that sort of grows on you as you play it. Mm. Uh, yeah. A few so, who, more who, who do you think? Who do you think you would play it with? Oh, I mean, we've sort of touched on that, haven't we? It's, uh... So, this game for me lives in the space where uh, you've got a medium to large size group of gamers uh, because you're either playing with three as like a really weird time filler. Yeah, you're uh, going to play it once or twice. It, one, once or twice is a three. Yeah, like like if you've got three of you and you just played a two-hour board game and you have half an hour left before one of you needs to go and you can yeah. play a couple games into crypto, that'd be pretty yeah. fun, which is what I've done with code names in the past. Uh, I don't ever really feel like whipping out four-player code names. Like, yeah. It's just... I, no. I think I think this... Uh, I'd love to see how this works with the max. Where it says eight players, so you've mm-hmm. got four people all crowded around it. Because the fun thing about, again, the comparison of code names, but things like Mysterium, Yep. is watching people talk each other out of the correct yeah. answer yeah. and just the the interactions that occur, that's quite fun. And you, mm-hmm. and that gets more complicated with the more people that's there. So four people on each team would just be bonkers. People would be arguing left, right, and center yeah, in a fun go, no, way. No, it means this, it means this, yeah, it means this. Exactly, and then they get yeah. the code wrong. Um, which is uh, a, another great thing about Mysterium. And so I think Mysterium and Codenames are both or Czech, Czech designers, Vladik Vail. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mysterium is, was originally an Eastern European release. Yeah. 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 Um, I've actually been playing a, a couple similar games recently with, with, with elements of this that are both from French designers as well. So, so I've been playing uh, Captain Sonar, which is the huh. uh, submarine yeah, game. Yeah. You split into two teams of four. You're... It, you're pr- pretty much playing sweet battleships, like good battleships, <laughs> where you're yeah, a little d- bit of navigation, moving your submarine around. Oh, the, I think nothing meant like lolly battleships that you could eat up <laughs> and just suck on for a bit if you were getting a bit peckish. Um, oh, that as well. I mean, you yeah. can chew, chew on them if you want. Yeah. Um, uh, Captain Sonar, very simple, practically a pen and paper game. Uh, the captain gives you a direction: north, east, south, west. Um, the engineer on your team crosses off one of the sections of your thing. The radio engineer on your team, 
their job is just to listen to what the other team is doing and <laughs> yeah, then write that fine, on a separate fine. map so the, the captain can shoot them with a, with a torpedo or the weapons engineer can shoot them yeah. with, a, with a torpedo. It's time-constrained, though, isn't it's, it? It's, so yeah. that's in real time. Mm. And, and that's kind of the, a fantastic implement of this you're listening to what the other team's doing and that's informing what, what you're doing. Yep, so yeah. so that's that's kind of elements of this here. And I, I've been playing this game called When I Dream recently, which has reminded me a lot of Decrypto. In this game, you each take turns being the dreamer and you put on a, a, a mask, like it comes with a beautiful little sleep, okay. sleep mask in the yeah. box and a bed and, the, and like a plastic bed and the, the bed head covers up one of the clues, kind of like in, in Decrypto. Mm. And... On the bottom of the the clue is what the people around the table that aren't the dreamer are trying to get the dreamer to say. So if it's um, pig, they'll go bacon, breakfast, uh, animal or whatever. Um, But then it's also a kind of hidden role game as well. So they get dealt either a fairy who are trying to get them to say the word a boogeyman who's trying to get them to not say the word, mm. and a sandman who wants balance between having good dreams and bad dreams. And this game is incredible because you start zeroing in on what, whether people are being nice to you, but there could be a sandman and they're trying to like de- <laughs> like deduce you half the time and give you the right thing the rest of the time. And so it has all these elements that Decrypto has where it's like a, a really cool puzzle that you're trying to do but as the dreamer you don't know whether you got it right or wrong and then at the end you'll get bonus points if you recall all the things that you got correct um but all these people are just trying to like mess with you so it's kind of like werewolf mixed with decrypto mixed with code names yeah, yeah. I, I love the that's it's, it's awesome the, it's I've the been mystery playing a bunch it's of that. the mystery that's created in in the context of the game isn't it because mm. you really want to know in decrypto why these four words or three words or how much clues you get, mm. why these three or four words are, are related because sometimes it just seems nonsense and that's the, yeah. it's an instant puzzle and, it's, mm-hmm. and puzzles are intriguing and we want to puzzles, figure it man. out. Yeah, yeah. 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 So if, I, suppose, I suppose that's who, you know, the, the question started with, who do you play it with? I mean, people would be interested in, uh, in uh, trying to figure out that kind of stuff, interested in puzzles, mm. um, but also interested in trying to... Uh, befuddle your opponents as well, and having a bit of a vocabulary about yeah. Um, because like I said, like I said earlier on, you get you get cornered really quickly. Um, every, everyone that I've played proper word games with, Scrabble, Buggle, um, I played this hilarious one the other day. We can steal where you score for the the words that you own at the end, but you can steal other people's words by mm. putting letters into them and like rearranging them and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it was awesome. Everyone I play word games with like that hates me because I'm just my, like I can just see the the words in in those kind of things like bananagrams that sort of thing. Yeah. But in games like this, you can really be too clever and and go to one step too far, and, and your team's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about?" <laughs> um, and so that really screws me up in games like this, games like Dixit, games like When I Dream. Where you just say something really like, ooh, like, mm, I'm so Sorry. smart. Yeah. And, and then you screw everyone up and everyone hates you because you think you're really clever. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're clever in a like, population you're, of one. Yeah, in your own way. <laughs> just stay there, please. Yeah, exactly. Let me explain how clever I am. In... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did the cleverest play and then realized that we were cheating because I was doing cool anagrams. 
yeah, which David was, got, which was fun. That but, was fun. We are having a great time. But Matt was just was mind like, what? Yeah, he just, <laughs> just blown. And then David looked it up and he's like, yeah, we, yeah, we just cheated. Yeah. Oh, we just cheated. But, yeah, uh, that oh, right. help me at all. And I've just said that out aloud so Matt knows that we cheated. <laughs> oh, shit. I think I know I managed to get at least one of the rounds correct. But anyway, mm. uh, I, I, I think I would be able to play this fairly easily with someone... A non-gaming person in yep. general, like mm-hmm. uh, they have too much of a difficulty. Good, good vocabulary, though. Like this isn't yeah, something that like, my, my eight-year-old daughter can play just yet. Mm. No, she, no, no, she won't be able to play. It. No, but my wife, on the other hand, has a, a massive vocab, and uh, she would probably be right into this game mm-hmm. for a change if she'd give it half a go. If would she? Would she, would she give yeah. this one a go? Well, I, I think she would. Yeah. But the thing is, it relies on having other people to play it because you can't play it two-player. So yeah, yeah. Um, we'd have to invite somebody over who's willing to uh, you know, join us for an evening entertainment <laughs> and, and see where it goes That does there, throw but... me off a bit when, you know, the three-play worked out perfectly. So you, mm-hmm. just, you don't yeah. need that third player. But, yeah, it does throw me off. I mean, we've got games on the shelf over there that, you know, that need five-plus players. Yeah. It's like, no, mm-hmm. that's just difficult. You yeah. know, it's just too hard. It, it's fairly quick. Like you said before... If you're in between games or waiting for a one to end or waiting for someone ex- mm. someone else to turn up before you start the, the proper game. Yep. You can whip, whip this well, out. Well, a party properly. game, right? Yep, mm. exactly. You don't even have to be having a party, you know. But the, the stage where I'm at nowadays is I play almost exclusively two-player games and party games because I don't have time to sit down and play a sweet game of Food Chain Magnate mm. or Railways of the mm. World, which takes three hours because... Who, who, am I, who am I randomly sitting around with that I just go, hey, who wants to play a game of Railways of the World? And everyone feels like playing a three-and-a-half-hour yeah. train I'm always game. sitting around with my iPad, so I crank out a game of Mansions of Madness, second edition with the iPad. Yeah. Mm. Love it. How <laughs> many games of Star Realms do we play in a week on average? Oh, you know? four or five, yeah. Four. And yeah. you also play on top with other people as mm-hmm. well. Yep. And then now the arena's part of that thing. Yeah. Well, play, uh, actually, arena's really interesting because it's real time. I, I don't play very much arena because the best thing about it is that you can play these asynchronous turns in 48 hour mode and what i'm struggling with a lot nowadays um i'm playing lots and lots of party games because i'm playing i'm trying to introduce games to lots of different new groups who don't play a lot of stuff and oh my god i I introduced that when i dream game uh crossing which is just like point and grab gems kind of game right and um what was the other one hive mind um, to yeah. which, which I've talked that. about. Talked about that a lot. Oh, it's so it's so good. Yeah. Introduced all these games to them, and they were like, "Wow, this is wow. These are really fun. Mm. Games are really <laughs> fun." And I think one of them actually said, "Wow, games are actually really good at kind of just making you have fun." And I was like, "What did you think they were for? <laughs> like, what? Well, how, what else do you read into the word what, game? What were they in your mind before this? And yeah. and um, Decrypto is going to be perfect for for mm. this because they're all like." intelligent and they all do lots of artsy whatever but they just don't play games and so introducing this to them they go oh like like when they go oh i can get it because we're trying to get Mm. them to do this but we're not trying to get them to do this and we're trying to get them to think this thing but not think this thing (laughs) this is the kind of game that's really perfect for bridging those kind of people into the hobby at large Mm. and every time i mention railways of the world they're like when are we going to play Railways of the World? Like, because it sounds ridiculous, like a three-hour train game that oh. you're gripped. You're gripped the whole time. Maybe not. That you does two. sound ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know how I feel about the train game. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, like it's really good for that. So it's going to exist in the same kind of space as 
Uh, it's it's strange, isn't it? How there's a uh, we're going off on tangents here massively, but it's strange, isn't it? That how all of these people that are just you know so focused on doing adult things have just squashed everything that they mm-hmm. did in their childhood and not not enjoying it anymore, or not uh, acknowledging that that yeah. can be fun anymore. And then when they reopen it again, it must feel really weird. It's just like I've just decided to go back and do just open myself up to the idea. They're of almost fun. embarrassed by it, yeah. Or, or even if so they just succeed in that, they must be like, "This is strange." How, you know, why yeah. did you just squash that? And so it's it's good. I mean, if you're listening to this, then obviously you're into the hobby, and mm, you'd hope and, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come across whole communities of people who don't, who aren't interested in gaming. Um, you know, there's a high compo- number of, of FIFO workers and whatnot mm. who up mindsets or whatever or they've got no time for this sort of thing so they don't but when they come you think they to would town, have time for it when they get back yeah. they hit it really hard yeah, and yeah. so uh, and i think it's 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 really is a cultural thing now yeah and it's it's exploded and it's because of the mainstream popularity of all this sort of stuff now uh critical role um Tabletop, mm-hmm. Google Wheaton, um, even all those being, other things have even all stuff like Dungeons and Dragons being so present in media like Stranger Things yeah. or yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's all helped. So there are many, there are many, many, I'd many like more s- games. Add Seven Land Hand to that list that you were making. There. <laughs> yeah, sure. We're um, there. We like <laughs> every single time I explain what I did on the weekend to to someone, which was like go play a tournament in Singapore of like yeah. a strategy card game, and they go. I did not even know that existed. And I go, well, it starts at you playing on your kitchen table, and then what we're trying to do is go play on the Pro Tour where they pay you to play the game. Uh, And and they go, oh, my God, I didn't even know that existed. And I go, also, there's these really great, like, social games where it's something to do with your family that doesn't make you want to kill each other. There's (laughs) these really great things. and so Imagine talking to your mother again. Imagine just (laughs) hanging out with your mum and having a laugh. It's amazing. It's absolutely no different to playing professional sport or anything like that, really. Or, or playing yeah. even amateur sport. Mm. Although I would like because to point out, you can't do any of this with my mum because she's out to ruin Christmas. <laughs> I hate Christmas. I, w- I refuse to do anything you say. Yeah. Look, I'm really enjoying this playing this game with you, David. Wait a minute. Is it your birthday today? Actually, <laughs> this I'm stinks. Sh- <laughs> I'm going to shit on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And ruin Christmas And you're in your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Give it a go. Give it, absolutely. Get, go out. Find, track down a copy. Uh, good games. Oh, it's, help you with oh, that. Honest, honestly, like with the with the discount, it's like thirty bucks. You will sure. have a banging time. Yeah, uh, it's it's really great. I think my bottom line on this game is that uh, okay, I've got many theories. I got many yeah. theories. I've been oh, playing good. a lot of board games recently, and I've got, got many theories. Aaron's board game theory time. There are zingers, zingers, and there are non zingers. There are games that are executed so elegantly mm. that they will be the golden standard for for which games will will be compared sure. to over, over the next 20, 30 years. Because we're in a game, a board game's golden age at the moment. I don't know why. There's this kind of perfect storm of mm. um, great, some of the best games of all time coming out. Um, l- l- like every single time I think about Azul, I'm just like, man, I'm going to be playing this game in like 10 years. It's just... How it's executed is so so yeah. so so wonderfully great. Codenames is is similar, and Decrypto is similar. I, I think in which Codenames like, is definitely there. I mean, look how much yeah. we've referenced it just in the def- def- mm. in defining Decrypto. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, d- uh, like like D- Dixit is kind of that thing as well, where it's yeah. just like 
I introduced the family to that in about a minute and a half, and they insisted on playing the rest of the game in, in the store, like, like as I was doing it. You need it. Dixit to define Mysterium, for example. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's right. And um, uh, what, what are the other ones? Like Catan, Ticket to Ride, like uh, um, Area Control, mm. Set Collection, yep. uh, Worker Placement, uh, all these kind of genres are being like broadly defined and then narrowed afterwards but like decrypto is one of those games that i think we're going to think about and be like that's the team like like code word sure. game or, or whatever uh, along with code you think names, it'll help us like, define things. other games in future uh y- yeah, yeah. Well, all they've done is they've what well, not all they've done but what they've done is they've taken the concept that's already existed mm. in other games and they've refined it really it, refined it See, I, don't, spin. I don't mind that I, I hate it when you get a game which was a pen and paper game that you played 20 years ago and they just resell it to you as a pen and paper game that you could sure. just do by yourself mm. but if they I don't mind people or games you, know, you see a lot of games that were um, just a regular deck of card game and they just break it down and print out their own sort of cards. I think yeah. Lost Cities, uh, is that you play a lot of Lost mm-hmm. Cities? Yeah. I think that's basically a game mm. that you could play with a deck of cards. Yeah. And you're it a just big fan f- of that, right? I think it just, it, and suits. It just so, needs yeah. five suits, and that's really the only difference. Oh, okay, in, so in it's an extra suit. Yeah, it's so. an extra suit. But, well, like, but, my, mm-hmm. but my point is... is you could like, play it with a deck of cards. You could play it with a deck of cards, but they made it a little bit fancier. Sometimes... That's fine. I don't mind them rebranding yep. it if it just gets you into a story and, and, mm. and takes you somewhere and there's some good graphics with it. I, well, look, I don't, well, I don't find we that played, a bad um, thing. Uh, we played uh, a lot of Big Two, which is just like a regular deck of cards game. It's really popular in Southeast Asia, and, and we just like played it like because you just everyone would just always carry a deck of cards with them. We'd do it while we're waiting for for food to come out or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I've bought three games over the last few years that I've read really good reviews about, and it's just that game with a twist. It's, yeah. T- yeah, right. it's teach you the great Dal Moody, and there's another one that I bought that are all just that game, just with it like a little bit of a spin on it. Yeah. Like the great Dal Moody is Richard Garfield's version of that game. And, like, oh, okay. Tichu was the Rio Grande version of that game. And I was like, oh, God, I just bought a game that I was playing with, <laughs> with cards, yeah. like, before. They all add, like, a little bit, like, they've got 12 12s. Do you, do you feel just... bad about that? Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that I don't feel too bad about that, uh, if it's I, done well. I feel bad about those ones specifically. Oh, right, yeah. But with, co- like, I will own Codenames and Decrypto and be happy about both of those. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. This is the, uh, the Aaron Graham review 20 yeah. games to get to the nuts and bolts <laughs> I of Decrypto. I actually did that when, when I was on for Azul as well because, like, I play a lot of goddamn games. No, now. it's good. I, I think, think any of those games we've mentioned are worth having a look at. Yeah. Oh, I th- I think and not just good because, because we say so, but because they... No, they I think I think it's because we say so. I think it's because we say so. We're really leaning into the selfish here on Seven Line Hand. Yeah. We say it's good... It is fucking it good. It is good, yeah. <laughs> what, we've, you know, we've always... And this is the thing, isn't it? We always avoid the shit games because we don't want to sit here and yeah. go, this is garbage. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we should we've do a shit game. I, I we've do, said this for years. We have said this for years. We, should, we should do, do a, a shit, shit games game? podcast. Maybe, uh, can, <laughs> can our December... Can we lock in yeah, okay. our December episode? Right. Shit games podcast. Right before Christmas. Right. Before- <laughs> 10%, 10% off. 10% off. We ring up good games and say, hey, um, what we're going to think of doing is getting 10% off all these shit games. We'll do like a review of 12 games. It'll be the 12 days of Christmas. 
or sing a song. <laughs> and eat 12 the... days of shit games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five golden shits. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Monopoly, Monopoly, and, and everyone Monopoly. Out there that's taking advantage and of the seven lane hand 10% off. Well, let's go. <laughs> well, I've only got, I'm going to get 10% off all these shit games to give my rallies. <laughs> But 12 of them. 12 of them. <laughs> That's a bargain. Oh, let's put that in the ideas okay. library. Uh, when's it going to be if it's not Christmas? Maybe just January. Maybe I should start just probably... I'll, I'll press stop on the record and we can continue We can this talk about it later. Okay, coming to a podcast sometime in the next year to you. Yeah. Bad games. All right, what's, what's, what's a good month for shit games? October. Oh, August. Oh. No, my birthday's August. October. No one's born in August, are they? No, I, do, I know one person born in August. Uh, what are they like? It's Jess, so... Oh, yeah. Median's going to ruin that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more after this. It's time for Matt's quiz. Matt's quiz. Matt's quiz. Daniel. Fresh tunes from Daniel's music it's machine. It's good to hear that again. Haven't heard it in a while. It has been a while. Uh, Matt's quiz has been on a little bit of a break. That's because we haven't had a third person in here because the NBN right. sucks in Australia. Mm. <laughs> That's the National Broadband Network, Mr. Prime Minister. Yeah, apparently it's rolling out to uh, my suburb. Don't want it. Not my street. In though, late 2030. Oh, there's. Well, they might of, well, they're rolling out lots of cable. So. It might work by then. Anyway, that's our our misery, Matt. You've done. You've been abridging it. You've sat in the corner there, going, "Oh, this Matt's quiz five rounds long. I mean, four. I mean, oh, I'm just going to do three. Yeah. Three rounds. I, long. I feel like I need to work back into it again. So, <laughs> okay. So I've, warm I've up. Condensed it a little bit. And to crypto. Well, let's be honest. Not the easiest of uh, themes to to put a quiz around. So I decided to go with that. the game itself. Okay. okay. All right. So cool. so to crypto to crypto. Themed game. Yeah. I've got I've got three board games. Yeah, I've got three clues for each board game. Mm. Now I want you to try and talk Decrypto. amongst yourselves. Okay, three, three talk board amongst games. ourselves. Yeah, so you yeah. start the discussion and see if you can come up with the game. The, now the clues are quite obscure. so we're on the same team. You're on the same team. Oh, for a change. All right, cooperative. Wow. Put Matt's your pen quiz. away. Cooperative Matt's quiz. Cooperative variant. Oh, and okay. you get you get to lock in a final answer. All right. I so if you some... get the right answer, yeah, then it's a point. If you fail to get the right answer, then it's a point to me. Okay, it's, oh, an, it's you... an interception. Matt's could win. Ah, oh, oh, right. so you did that. Nice. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So the first one. Yes. Desert. Forbidden island. Forbidden desert. Forbidden desert. <laughs> Camels. Ah, oh, five tribes. Uh, uh, Century Spice Road. Market. They're your three clues. Oh, Jaipur. Desert, Camels, Market. Camels. Camels throws me off the Five Tribes thing. There's not a lot of camels going on, that is there? In Five Tribes? <coughs> uh, you can put camels on... When you take over an area, you put a camel on it. Do you? Yep. Or is it a crowny gold tent thing? That's like one of the activated abilities that if you do control the area with one of your camels, you get five bonus points. Oh, oh. And the palm tree is like three bonus points. Am I dragging us down the five tribes thing now? Well, no, well I think it, five tribes is actually the most likely because yeah. it has desert, desert camels, yeah. and market. Yes. Jaipur only has camels and market. Okay. There's no but desert. But there's not really a desert-like component to it. And yeah. Forbidden Desert doesn't have camels in mind. No, no. Uh, the other one I was thinking is Istanbul, but I haven't played that. 
I know that's like a trading game, but I don't know if the mm. desert's in it. I think um, thing Camelot. I don't no, know. There's no market. Camelot. There's no market in Camelot. So we're going with five camels. tribes. We're going with the Bruno Cathala yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah, five tribes. Hang on, is that Bruno Cathala? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I thought. Yeah. The other one I thought it could be is Century Spice Road, but I don't think you use camels in that. So. Right. All right. Okay. So should, should we lock? So locking in. Yeah, five, lock tribes. In five tribes. We'll lock in five tribes. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to the next one. Oh, he's still in the giving us the answers at the mm. end. Nope. Let us hang there. That means we can go back and change our mind. <laughs> If the answer to the next yeah. one is five, five tribes, tribes. Yeah. Three, three five <laughs> tribes, Bruno. And and I think it's just five like tribes. Crypto, five. Just like the crypto, you can't change your answer. No. Oh. All right, the next one. Sets. Sex. <laughs> Sets. 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 Sex. 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 Yeah, right. S-E-X. <laughs> right, right, right. S-E-X. Right, right. S-E-X down now. I know what he means. <laughs> Clues. Sets. Clues. All right. That's not... Cards. Oh, come on, Matt. That's, That's every every game ever. Sets. Clues. Cards. <laughs> it sets, is. Clues. It? Cards. Sets. Cluedo. Mysterium. Do you collect sets? Yeah. You get who did it. It's Cluedo, essentially. Yeah, okay. You get who did it, what with, and where. That has to just be it, right? Yeah. No, there's, but there's literally it's everything. It's Matt's quiz. Just write down literally every game ever. <laughs> right. I already did that in my lock notes in for one. this podcast. No. Oh, give us all five of these, Matt. We'll sure. nail them all. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't stop it. Roll them out. Here we go, number three. Right. Right. Everyone at home is thinking, so you I want in five your answer? rounds. Yeah. All right, the next one. Sources. How do you spell Sources. Is that you? There's a U. Yeah. Oh. Sushi go. Sources. Is this, is Burger this? up. I don't know these make food. Guns. Sources. <laughs> and sources guns. and guns. <laughs> what? Credit. Credit. Sources. Guns. guns and credit. credit. Bloody hell. <clears throat> So the, it was legit. The sources like tomato sauce. That's how you spell it. S a u c e s. Is that how you spell it, Matt? Sources. 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 Sources like teas. Yeah, I can understand the, the the difficulty there. Flying sources. You can ask for the spelling. Just or, like a, or a tea. Like would a you tea like the cup. spelling? Teacup yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. teacup and saucer. Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Teacup and saucer. Guns and credit. Credit. The only thing I can think of with like flying sources in it is Cosmic Encounter. But the, you don't really use guns or credit in Cosmic Encounter. Uh, you've got things like um, uh, Unfair has got the this flying source of the, the not alien really guns. things. Not really guns either. Credit. No. You don't really get credit. Oh, okay, let's, what's let's that, go What's that one. game that the kids run around the store that's got the guns in it? Cash and guns. Cash and guns. <laughs> that doesn't have sources. doesn't in have sources. T- sources. Sources and T- guns. T- what the? We, this is just the podcast now. It's just going tea, teacup, sauces, sauces, galaxy trucker. Yeah, sauces. You shoot down sauces. You put guns on your thing, and you get credit. I, yeah, put that. Yeah, down. that's, that's best, probably our best. That's guess. the best one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one. All right. Ready for the next one? Yep. Buildings. <laughs> Every game ever. Yeah. <laughs> Because most games you play in a building. Island. <laughs> Buildings. Catan. Island. Isle of Sky. White. 
Isle of Wight. White. Is white W-I-G-H-T? Correct. Oh, hang on. No, no, no sorry. No, W-H-I-T. I-T, yeah. See, it's important oh, to Santorini. ask. You can ask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Done. perfect. Santorini. Yes. Santorini. Cool, number five. Five, nailed out. All right, last one? Yeah. Mm. Banana. Oh, oh Banana yeah. grams. Banana grams. 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 Banana grams. And yellow bag. <laughs> With a hook. Spiders. Banana spiders. Oh, this... What? That made me think of... Um, oh, what's that? Uh, small world. That, I don't know why. Banana spiders. Yeah, spiders banana. always makes me think of small world. Small world. Yeah. The spider's web. The, the yeah, expansion. the expansion. Daylight. Daylight. And these are all board games. There's no tabletopy. Well, it wouldn't be Seven Land Hand Matt's quiz oh, if I wasn't, wasn't cheating. Cheating somehow, yeah. <laughs> it's just life. It's the just last like, one might be something. Just l- the world. Life in general, yeah. yeah. But banana? Banana, yeah. What, what do you mean about life Bananas? in general? I just mean like all these things are things that are in the world. Bananas. Oh, so Matt's quiz is like. That's just what life's got in it. Banana <laughs> no. spider's daylight. So it could be anything, like a betrayal at House on the Hill and you're just eating a banana while you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a spider and you open the curtains and daylight It's what in. Matt saw at his house today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. This is Matt sitting alone going, oh, I need a number five for Matt's quiz. Gee, this banana tastes nice. Oh, that's a spider. Oh, it's fine. Ah, oh, yeah. Daylight. daylight oh, came in. Okay. All right. We're done. What are you going to lock well, in? We, we, we haven't, haven't got banana spiders or daylight yet. Got to lock in something. My answer is banana spiders daylight, the classic 1976 <laughs> Milton Bradley. Yeah. It is. What do you that? Oh, mm. it's decrypto because these are three words that are in decrypto. Mm, banana. We don't know. I haven't looked through the whole pack, but banana's no, got to be where it's at, right? What? What? That's a clue. Even my uh, six-year-old would be uh, screaming at the answer at the the at the uh, at this at this clues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, a youngish kind of game. Um, it's not a harbor game, is it? There's nothing. Animal upon animal. Yeah, nothing going on in that. Banana. Banana. Spiders. Daylight. King Kong. <laughs> King Kong's in, in Smash Up <laughs> with a banana in his hand. Spiders. Daylight. Nah, no idea. Okay, let's go. Give us the answers. All we'll right. figure it out like as we King go. King of along. Tokyo. King of Tokyo, yeah. I mm. could be cheating. Um, yeah, that's all our answers. Yeah, let's go to the first one. <laughs> all right, yeah. Here we all go. Right. Desert or was it Take Hamels. Us Back? Desert Camels Market. Good quiz, though, Matt. Yep, good quiz. Oh. Good quiz. Enjoying it. Our uh, answer is five tribes. Sir? The answer is five tribes. Yeah! yeah. All right, one, one uh, encryption point to you. <laughs> the next one. Sets, clues, cards. Like you said, basically every game ever. Yeah. Every clue-based sets collection card game, anyway. We with Mysterium. Which is a really, really good answer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not what but I had in my mind. This is the what was Matt thinking exactly, of quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond Baker Street. Sets, yes, that works sets, as well. Clues and they're all cards. Ah, yeah, right. close. But close. yours was a really good answer. 
Interception for me. No. Do we get an encouragement no. trophy for that? Yes, you can have an encouragement trophy. Yeah. Next one. Sources. Yeah. Guns. Credit. I think we got this one wrong as well. Yeah, this one's miles off. This Sources. I'd love to see what you've done with this one. Galaxy Trucker. Don't make us angry. It is not Galaxy Trucker. I'm getting that misdirection point. Yeah. It's XCOM. I haven't sources, played that one. Guns and yeah, yeah, yeah. that works. Uh, yeah. I love mm. XCOM. Well. Flying sources. It's been a while since we've played XCOM, which must mean that we've been reviewing some good games. Yeah. The next one, XCOM. Yeah, XCOM's our go-to. Like, like, this is shit. Let's play XCOM. XCOM. <laughs> All right. The next one, buildings, yeah. White Island. Nailed it. Santorini. 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 So two all. We come down to the decider. Which oh, we definitely don't have. Oh, we don't have this one. I no. will give you an extra clue. Okay, yeah, here yeah. we go. Banana Spiders, Daylight, and... Song. 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 He's just impressed with us singing Santorini, I think. Santorini. <laughs> Song. Banana Spiders, Daylight, Song. What game are you singing? No, in? no, not game. What do you mean, not what? Song. Not? It's a song. Oh, it's a song. But these are supposed to be board games, man. Yeah, I said I, I said I cheated. I, I was upfront about it. So it's just a pop song now yeah. or something. But no, <laughs> this is to call it a pop song. All right. Uh, <laughs> Spiders. But I, I'd like to think you're really going to kick yourself. I know. I'd lo- I'd love to really just is it spend the popular children's nursery around Incy Wincy Spider climbed up the banana spout? <laughs> is that your answer? No, no. Uh, answer is Banana Rama. Banana Rama singing uh, the Spider's Daylight song, the Daylight Spider yep, song. Yeah, final answer. Yep, Banana Rama. Lock it in. Are you sure? And you got another clue. King of Tokyo is my answer. <laughs> That's a good song. Now. Good song. Hang on. Oh, look. You know what? I'm going to go to uh, the interwebs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, are you going to give us a... So keep talking through it. So you said that our kids, your, your kids... Yeah. ...would love... The, and this is the song that they listen to. Yep. Some is this like going to be some sort Wiggles of like Wiggles song. bullshit? Yeah. yeah. That we don't know about. My, big no, red, no, no, no. Big no. red card. Car. Will we know the song? Oh, yes. We definitely know the song. Yes, yes, yes. Is it okay, by Katy Perry? Bar. I oh, know. Here we go. Copyright infringement coming up. Uh, not if I play any. No, nah, it doesn't it. matter. I'm not Kai. <laughs> I'm going to have a meltdown. I'm going to get fired. Yeah. Oh, damn it. That'll uh, be an ad. Bananas Daylight Song. I reckon nobody listening to this is going, oh, I can't believe it, David, Aaron. Come on, it's, it's right yeah, in your grip. I think there are lots of people who be going, oh, especially so obvious, you guys are so stupid. It's because one to four were board games and then five just happened to be a pop song. <laughs> it's, it's so freaking random. Banana Boat song. No, I won't get that. All right, come on. Madagascar. I do not know Harry Belafonte. Yeah, this is the Banana Boat banana song. Boat song. Bananas. Well, spiders. Tarantula. <laughs> How did this go into your head like it would work with four <laughs> board games? <laughs> because all of a sudden, it's a song Harry that I knew my kids would know. Yeah, because we sing in the car all the time. Oh, yeah, but this what? is... Guess what Family happens? experience. Guess what happens <laughs> so in my we, life? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, this has been... 
Matt's quiz. <laughs> oh, shit, it's yeah. truly Matt's quiz. <laughs> Being Matt's quiz, Aaron, it's like a verb that happens. It was 2 2. Let's ignore what happened just yeah. then. Well, that's, yeah, that's exactly right. So, yeah, see you after this. It's a Nights and twos. Nights and twos. It's all going to start here, listener. You're really going to be bloody really sick. Really going to be barraged with this. Sick of the, uh, the orc talk. It was orc talk. Orc talk. Yeah. So, uh, Seven Land Hand spin-off podcast coming to you soon. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be a thing? Maybe that's the next thing, the next big thing. Orc talk. Orc talk. talk. Yeah. Where a bunch of people who aren't from... podcast. Who aren't actually orcs. <laughs> yeah. Talk <laughs> More right. of that coming in a second. Uh, so we've got things to cover. Just game of the month, obviously, is the crypto. So it's the usual deal. You get 10% off at any good game store uh, during July. Just go to get into those stores and say, uh, what, gentlemen? In Soviet Russia, game decrypts you. It's good. Oh, sorry. It was the, the passphrase. Passphrase. Is what we're calling it yeah. this month because it's a bit longer. It's not a word. It's a phrase. <laughs> what, was the, what was the one from Azul? It was like... It was so convoluted. It was, was hilarious. It? <laughs> and Jamie told us off. He's like, that's not it, right? And we're like, yes, it is. <laughs> Something about grout. Grout. Uh, grout. Oh, yeah. What you, what what you, you talking, talking about? What you talking about? Grillis? Grillis? Was that because we were drunk and we misspoke? Yeah. Willis yeah, and Grillis? So. Oh, dear. What you talking grout? And Grillis. then we were like, what you talking grout, Willis? And then we're like, what you talking grout? Grillis. What you talking about, Grillis? Yeah. <laughs> That's gold. That was comedy gold. No, to think of all the people Almost that got good as good as Soviet Russia. Game, game decrypts you. you. That's yeah. this month's yeah. password. Use that and do it proudly as well, with a strong Soviet accent, mm. just to make sure. If you're wearing a bearskin, yes. I'll give you a free copy of Decrypt. Mm, waving a red flag. Stars. Uh, what else have they got? The Russians. Oh, an, an all right football uh. team. Nah, that'll, that'll be disproven soon. Stadiums. <laughs> They've got a World Cup going on. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. if 10% is still not enough, uh, you can go and win it by commenting on the Facebook post for this episode, which is 123. Wow. Uh, this post, that's a lot of hours, isn't it? 123 mm, that's a lot of, hours, yeah. of this. Um, the post <laughs> is going to be, it's at the top of Seven Lane Hands' Facebook page right now. That's our Facebook page. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash Seven Land Hand. With the seven and the land and the hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and the winner of that will be chosen by Ga- Good Games HQ next month. Uh, and they'll be winning a copy of Decrypto. Or as my notes say here, Games Workshops Decrypto because I've been <laughs> oh, lazy. No. I've been, I've been lazy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you can win a copy of Decrypto just by... Uh, and we'll put something funny in there and read what we say. Like, you know, most of, most of the listeners... <laughs> The ah, true hardcore listeners actually read what we say, and, mm-hmm. and they've done very well this oh, month. We had some fun. Couple some of people, stuff. couple of people. One person we... just wrote comment in the smiley face. Yeah, yeah. we were just ignoring. Which we're ne- you're never going to win. Never going to win. Be real with yourself. Save yourself two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Don't write that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> read you know the when instructions. You, you're about to say something that you think's funny, and you think, ah, oh, probably loads of people have heard this before, but I'll say it anyway. Nah, just mm. stay quiet. And uh, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that we're the kinds of people who don't pay out. Prizes that we just go. This month we gave it to a guy who just wrote comment because we just thought it was so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's never going to happen. Okay, so, here's the longest comment that we received this month, which unfortunately did not win. Yeah, it's from Jakub Ladowski. What was the stipulation? What was you, the, you, oh, so what do you, you got to do? Speak in an Orcish accent. Yeah, you have to. Um, they said we said um, by adding a comment about gaming in your best Orc speak. 
For example, I even gave an example. Meeb love board games and listening to Seven Land Hand, for example. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we even tried to respond in orcish in kind. Yeah, I wasn't very good at it, but yeah. Um, what would be dug out there okay. as a as a honourable mention there? Like like a short one from Andrew Chang. Orc like an elf meat, especially the young'uns. That's I good. don't really know what that has to do with gaming, but that's the sort of thing. Okay, uh, let's yeah. go. Jacob Ladowski, this is this is going to f- falter. This is, and we and you and you chose to read this one out loud. I chose to read this one out loud because because it's long. Because I've not read any of it, and I'm just going to try and <laughs> imp- just keep going. In true right. orc fashion. You did not learn. win, Jakob, but we 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 if you write salute to us, you. If you write to us at podcast at sevenlinehand.com, we'll send you out some stuff. Yeah, like a badge and and general stuff. Listen up, you little human. Here's the biggest and the baddest orc you've ever met in your splashy, softy, pinky life. That's good. And. This orc also better playing than other gunskins. Are you listening, small one? This orc love to do small plastic gobbo smash and crush on the table. <laughs> me love smush me smush like the best gaming orc in the whole green world. <laughs> me so good in tossing them dices on the others' heads so no one wants to play with me. When me not wins, me smash them ass on the table and also winning. Me do much good at rawr, gaming. <laughs> But you never know what this rules book is. I just wanted me to read a rules book. Me never read the rules without reads. Give me more plastic little ones. I smashed all I had when war gaming with Gobbo's last time. Gobbo's also smashed. For the love of Gork and Mork, me English even better than me Orkish. That's brilliant. Well done. Yeah, well well done, Aaron. That was really fantastic. He really went... What was he? Was he? Is he that really good? Sad? Is he really sad? No, no, he's he's happy. I love me. I love to. to he loves do a, doing the smashing. I tie of the gobbos and the humans. Like, yeah, and all the little when guys. When they don't win, I smash Max on the table and also winning. Why? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh he yeah. Oh, it's really positive. So there was an element of sadness somewhere in there, but I misread it. I think. Oh, very nice. I, uh, <laughs> I, I I approve of Chris Mansfield and his comment. Me gets angry when puny humans don't read the rules right. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> My God, this is this was one. These of, ones are really good. I mean, some months we say this this is brilliant. How can we get any better than this? But far out. This month has been fantastic, hasn't it? All right. Um, got, who's the winner though? His envelope. Oh, I think uh, Matt's got it. I don't. I do. Oh, I have it go. indeed. The comments. Yes. Seven Land Hand is the best at talking about the games that I love and I listen when I be crashing Umi's skulls into the Astro Granite. <laughs> Astro Granite. <laughs> and that is Tanya Beeson. Oh, well Woo! done, Tanya! Yeah. Who nice. I, I know as a Blood Bowl player and also yep. uh, plays pretty much every war game that mm. comes along. If, if yeah. the Forskinks uh, crushed Tanya into Astro Granite. Not you know? yet. Yeah. Yeah. Is she in the same bracket as you? In the same league. Same well, league. I, oh, we've got two leagues, but I, I don't know. Nice. We'll see. Oh, well, you'd be able to Tanya. tell her yeah. in person. Who've mistakenly called Tanya many times because <laughs> oh, that's my girlfriend's mum's name. Oh, there you go. Is, oh, Don't no. Is there a difference between Tanya and Tanya? Tanya, yeah. How would you spell that? Is there, there's no difference to spell. No difference to spell. You just got to know. It's preference. Personal preference. <laughs> oh, no. That's one of those things I know I'm going to come down on the wrong side of every time. You go, I go, Tan, and she goes, it's Tan. And I'm like, oh. I'm not, see, I'm she's, not gonna... she's New Zealand. Um, like, Jess's mum's yeah. uh, from Kiwi, though, so. I'm never going to get... I would never say Tanya. 
I actually, I actually, uh, I was, Ten. you know, in your, in your dating days, mm. uh, I was almost no. going out with a, a girl for two dates mm-hmm. and I couldn't get my accent around saying her name properly. And the conversations basically went what like, I can't remember what her name was. It was something like, I would say, hi, Deanna. She goes, no, it's Deanna. I was like, Deanna. <laughs> no, no, Deanna. I go, That's what I fucking said. <laughs> Deanna. In my head, I'd yeah. say the sweary bits, yeah. right? And we would go, Deanna. And she'd go, no, Deanna. And to me, I was saying exactly it's what she said. Thing. So it pretty much got to the point where there's no She's way like, we can go this out for cannot continue. We can't continue. No, it was a mutual thing because we were just saying, I don't even know what your fucking name is. <laughs> it's, not well, what I'm, it's not what I'm saying, is it? I just, well, in this I, case, uh, there's absolutely no confusion at all. It's uh, Tanya Beeson. Tanya Beeson. Won a copy of Shadespire for free. For free. That's how you win them, isn't it? Well, it's not free. I mean, you're the product if, if you're posting on... Oh, never mind. You're the product? Oh, no, I don't think yeah. so. I like to think that our competitions are as free as, as you free can as get. get yeah. you just put a, they are as close to free as you can possibly talk get. A bit, talk a bit of orc mm. and uh, get a free stuff. A free game. With it's the, like 100 bucks. With Zeds in there. And Not the bad. All right, Tanya, I'll be in touch. Uh, please don't do as... Oh, I've forgotten what my... Um, you should talk amongst yourself. I've got a very <laughs> favorite person that I've I've forgotten to mention Every single time. I did also just find a comment that was longer than the one that I read out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Alison McCartney. She's my favorite person yeah. in the whole in the whole of uh, Seven Land Hand uh, yeah. listenership. Okay. Because Alison, she has liked a lot of our stuff since this moment. She mm. won a game a while ago. But um, like any sane person, when receiving a comment on an early Saturday or Sunday morning that says, yeah. congratulations in capitals, you have won... She just instantly Fag. blocked yeah. me. Yeah, that, that's just <laughs> spam. <laughs> and then the contact is like, no, no, seriously. I'm serious. For that little bit of effort that you put in, which was hardly anything, mm. and you have actually won a game for, yeah. and she blocked me straight up. We had a really thing. I was like, no, you were right to block me. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. A Nigerian so, prince yeah. has given you a million dollars. Alison McCartney, we shall uh, raise a statue to you, I tell you. In That's funny. Will. <laughs> right, what else do we do just around about now? Uh, we say... Uh, uh, what's coming up? Tanya Beeson's one. Uh, if we've mentioned your name... Uh, and that is your name. If you're not the twat that did the comment, <laughs> comment you're not getting anything okay. from us. You can stick it up your whatever. Uh, your orcish orifice. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else we got? Just, um, yeah, well, yeah, keep an eye out for posts on the, on the Seven Land Hand Facebook page. Get involved yes. in that. Oh, the, uh, the Seven Land Hand Blood Bowl Times is live and coming at you every fortnight just about. I know, I it's see my that. little uh, newspaper I put out. It's looking very pro- yeah. professional. And you were talking about your, you've got some uh, drafting videos coming out. They um, will be. Each draft video that I create is going to have more and more stuff in it as i learn to use the broadcasting yeah. software use the tech so i'm gonna buy a, a webcam so you can see me as Ooh. i make the see me staring at the screen yeah which people seem to really dig so you can when i get really excited be, be, about something you can see me raise my hands in glee but you'll be talking as well i'll also be talking, commenting yeah. on that mm. sort of stuff i'll also be wearing a cool headset and moving on from that nice. and pretending like well, we'll get this podcast out and in two days time mm. i don't know when that's going to be in ref- reference to when this one comes out this will probably come out on the weekend sometime yeah. but almost immediately after that 
Uh, Aaron will be back uh, with me and Aaron and uh, sorry Anthony Lee and Aaron and Anthony Lee and, Aaron. and uh, Aaron. It's going to be one of those all A podcasts yeah. that drive me bonkers. <laughs> um, we're doing the pod, the pre-release preparation podcast, which is get you in shape for the uh, the corsets are back. Mm. Uh, come in, was it July seventh? Uh, yeah, yeah, seventh and eighth is the M nineteen corset pre release. That's crazy. Corsets are back, baby. Oh man, it's I've been, been so long. It has been long because you forget that Magic Origins was a corset release yeah, as well. I, I, kind of was a bit not the best as well because it was like an aggro corset. Ugh. Yeah, and it was and it wasn't M and a number. Yeah, it was so Magic Origins wasn't wasn't done properly. Speaking but, of um, releases, there's uh, we'll be <laughs> doing ugh. a bitten. Oh, yes, uh, yeah, sure. absolutely. We'll be doing um, Bitten from um, Cat Dragon Games, yeah. which is a really, really good game, and we've had a lot of fun with that game. Mm. So we'll be talking about that because we've got uh, this podcast and the next podcast uh, straight in each other's tails. Mm. Uh, this could so be gonna... a very productive month. Mm. Yeah, so in the middle of July, we'll, we'll bring out another extra, but it'll be a board game extra, and it'll be about the card game Bitten. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. We did the unboxing the other day, but you know, our boxings are um, uh, just complete garbage. Uh, <laughs> and just show you what's in the box. Uh, Matt and I just try to guess as per and usual. Then you go, nice. We got it all. We got it all wrong. We guessed it all wrong. <laughs> but now this is this is this game is really really good, and um, it's from a, a I think it's a relatively new games publisher. Hmm. So it won't be everywhere, but you can get hold of it, uh, and we'll tell you how, and we'll tell you what the game's yeah. all about mid July. Next, uh, next month, we'll next have a World month. Cup winner. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Also, we'll announce the World Cup winner next month. Yeah. Uh, we're doing time stories. We get yes. we get back to time I'm, stories. I'm totally happy about this because it's been sitting on my shelf. I haven't played it in ages simply because I've been anticipating this moment. Oh, I haven't opened any of the expansions I've got, and I've got every single expansion that's been released so far. Mm, it's Matt's moment. Dan will have to do a theme tune for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Matt's moment. <laughs> we proved we can go spoiler-free, so, I'm, so I, we're yeah. letting, oh, no, we're letting loose on this oh, one. Oh, yeah, sure we can. Boom. It's got a white box. It's got a white box. Oh, that's yes. right. Matt's white box frenzy. Like New Angeles, <laughs> looking at that from over. What was the other white box? Oh, When I Dream, that I talked about this podcast. Oh, is that white box? That's white Charterstone. box as well. Charterstone white box. Charterstone's the the game I've rated the worst on my board game Fog game profile. Love. Oh, really? What, Fog what, of love how low one. did you go? I think four. Oh, so you didn't go as low as me with the twos? No. I think you got to spread it out across because here. Like, you got ten to I, do. Because like, the, the thing with Charterstone is like I got what they were trying to do, but it just ended up being a mess, like a really mm. horrible, unpleasant-to-play mess. And the designer, Jamie Stegmaier, was doing a Facebook Live <laughs> thing where he just answers questions, and I said, why is Charterstone such a mess? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, I think we were pretty happy with how the mechanics and stuff turned out. And um, like that, like we've got some feedback from some people about this, but like we're happy with the finished product. And I was like, "No, you're not. I'm not. <laughs> like no. it's really not good." Um, but I guess they were happy with lots of elements of it, and it was very ambitious. But I did some uh, rating of games today, and I put Bitten on there. Oh, cool! I nice. think I gave it a six or a seven out yeah, of ten. I was very happy with decent, it. Yeah. You were upset with my. I think I don't know if we talked about this on there. <laughs> you're upset with my. You know yeah. how that came in. Yeah. Is it Uno rated higher than? What's your two? Oh, what's my two? I got really annoyed. I got really annoyed by um, oh, legendary, legendary uh, yeah. villains. Yeah, I think that's a low you one. You know, shits all over legendary. <laughs> <laughs> 
Five, yeah. You had it here first. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but and yeah, and I, think... I hate the idea of playing Uno. There's nothing I don't want to do more <laughs> yeah. than play but Uno. But it's a hoot, you know. No, it's just because my as uh, a kid's age as a kid, thing. yeah, it's a hoot. Like it's like it's fun. Right? The it's the silly. legit worst game that I reference all the time is snakes and ladders. If you get caught yeah. in a game of snakes and ladders with your mm. kids or shoots and ladders, as the Americans call it, mm. um, that is the worst of just roll and move. You mentioned that earlier on in the podcast. Roll, yeah. just roll a dice and move that. And you can, it really takes, no engagement from you. Takes at any all. agency out of. There's literally zero no. decisions. Yeah, yeah. For anyone to make. <laughs> so, so like, if if your game can be simulated by a computer program and get the same result, and get the same result, <laughs> that's a shit game. So, that's like the ultimate shit game. So yeah. What we need is a uh, a dexterity version of snakes, snakes and ladders. ladders yeah. So you have to well, actually you climb a ladder. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to climb that's a ladder. A, yeah. And so, slide down. You, a, so when a, you hit a, the bottom of the ladder, you have to flick you it. Flick it. Yeah, to the top, to if it, it overshoots, you've got to put it back. Oh, perfect. And no, when you get to the perfect. snake, then yeah, that, yeah. That's already a better game than Snakes and Ladders. Yeah. Have, you, yeah, have you got an, a, a worse all-time shit game than Snakes and Ladders? Like Monopoly always comes to mind, doesn't it? Because that's <laughs> not far away. It's, Mon- it's, it's exactly rough. the same as shoots and ladders, but when you get to the end of the ladder or the shoot, you go, do you want to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> do I have any money? And no. Like, yeah, I have. I have. What's it's a that? game called uh, Seven Swords, and right. it was a, a, a take. It was a Spanish game, and it was a take on the uh, you know Kurosawa oh, yeah, yeah, Seven yeah. Samurai. Yeah, uh, Samurai. Just, yeah. And it was really, really bad. It was, yeah. it was, it was not, not fun. It, the rules were really convoluted. We found we find some problems with some of the rule books we dive into. This was. Barely edited. Mm. I think we've started a shit game August. I think yeah. this would be really good. Honestly, impressed. you could really help us out. If you're listening to this, you could help us out with shit game August by nominating games for shit game August. Mm. I'm saying August. It might end up in September. Who knows? We but can't call it shit game August, right? That's a good title, isn't it? it? Is, I think it's great. Shit, shit game September. SGA. Shitty shit game September. <laughs> SGS. SGO. SGS. SG, no, it'll be something good. Yeah, shit, shit game, whatever the month is. Shit game, August. <laughs> um, I like the sound of that. The the worst game I played recently, because like I just obviously get get very far away from but this. We do shit game August, shit. and we invite the game designer on. <laughs> <laughs> so it becomes a roast. Oh, Welcome, yeah. Matt McHale, to shit game August. Right? Why did you make this game? This it's terrible fucking game. Shit. <laughs> it's the I worst played. Game. I played this game called Fear. Because I'm really into Friedman Friese's, like, uh, I like really like Fabled Fruit and Fortress, this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of these games and where Friday, you... And Friday. And Friday. And you, you unlock yeah. the, the rules as you go. And every time we unlocked a rule, we're like, this is shit. <laughs> every new rule, we're like, oh, it's a new rule. That shit as well. And we just threw it away after it was cost me like Which $20. Fear. 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 It just doesn't make any sense. And it's just not Shit Game, shit game August. So bad. It's a nomination. Um, Would you nominate it for Shit Game August? Ah, it's not as bad as friggin' It'd be snakes great. And shit ladders. Game August would be great where you could, grow, you could grow facial hair, you could <laughs> wear, wear the same t shirt and the pit stains and shit get really smelly, August. and you just, everyone plays Shit Game It's seven line hand, Shit Game August. Um, my, the, the game that I talked about earlier, which had the red cellophane. Yeah. Mysteries of Old Peking. Yeah. It's like a 70s or 80s game. Well, I would say an 80s game. 
And I happened to, because my mum used to go to these car boot sales and just buy stuff in, in England. And so we brought it to Australia with us. And I just remember sitting on the floor playing it and th- and and coming around to it really so that it was just really racist. Really? Because <laughs> you play a detective that's just a Chinese-looking detective named Mr. look or Mr. Like, like, and everyone's just like really gross, like stereotypes. That's funny. That's what they say about those, uh, those old Peter Sellers films, isn't it? The one where the curse of, um, where he's dressed like an Indian guy or whatever. Yeah, or no, that was the other, that was, uh, yeah, in, in the robot one. Oh, I can't remember. And it's was. a white guy playing a dude doing oh, yeah, an Indian yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not a lot of guys cover themselves in glory. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. difficult to go back. Anyway, it's, 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 it's difficult to go back. Yeah. Not, not the culture, not where the culture was at at the time, but yeah, yeah. That, that one, that's a roller move. Curse of Fu Manchu and stuff like that. That's sure. Yeah. Of, yeah. Mm. Anyway, I think we've, We've really gone. Have we done it now? Tangent. The end. Is there anything in the in the in the pod notes that we haven't covered? I wrote the word unguent, and I don't know what that means. Urgent. Uh, No, (laughs) unguent. Oh, I think that was. um, Let's let me just. I think that's something with glue. Glue? No, I think that was Thomas Dejeunet's L'Esperance middle name. Oh, Unguent. Thomas Thomas Unguent Dejeunet's L'Esperance. Yeah. Was the joke that you were making that his name sounds like? Dijonet's then Dijonet. a different type of mustard. Uh, yeah, Dijonet's <laughs> experience is what I read his last name is meaning. I'm <laughs> sorry, Thomas. You know, Tommy Dijonet's experience. I, d- I did say that to define it that way is to be uh, an idiot, and that's the category I put myself <laughs> in. So, good night, Thomas. Thanks for giving us a great game. Good night. Good night.